0: All right, guys, this is another live stream that was just fantastic. I'm telling you, this was a live stream I did with my friend Tom Marcus. Now, Tom and I connected. Uh, I'm not going to get into all that because I do it in the live stream. But the bottom line is, he's friggin' genius. He's kind of this behind the scenes guy that is behind some pretty big launches and products. And he knows how to do all this without spending money on traffic. Pretty amazing, right? Anyways, enjoy this episode. Let me know what you think. And if you're interested in working with Tom Haller, I've got some links in the show notes. But other than that, enjoy the episode. Building an online business is more than branding, content, and sales. It's what happens behind the scenes during the highs and lows that make or break your business. I'm your host, Kim Doyle, and this is The Kim Doyle Show. I'll be sharing my own journey of ten plus years growing an online business, as well as talking to entrepreneurs who are on the ground, creating, building, and showing up every day. Remember, do business as only you can do. You know, I've got a professional bio of of Tom, my guest Tom works, which we'll do a better one here. But you know, it's kind of funny, you guys. I don't know. It's not about going off script for me, but I think the cool thing I can tell you about Tom, I don't know. In my email is sent out. I was thinking we connected a few years ago, and Tom, you have to be one of the most genuine people I've met in this space in a long time. I have to tell you that. Um, So thank you for that.
1: Yeah, of course. Thank you. I mean, that means a lot. I I, seriously, like, in terms of all the compliments that could be given, I'm going to rate that as like top five, maybe top three. So thank you.
0: You're welcome. Yeah, I mean, you're a total giver. You're super on top of things, and you're doing some crazy, amazing stuff. So. Um, It's really nice to connect with somebody who is just genuine and they are what they say they are, (laughs) so that's pretty cool. Um, So I'm going to give you guys the bio of Tom, so bear with me because I'm going to read it. I would love to tell you I memorized it, but (laughs) not my forte. Um, So Tom Works is the founder of Insurgent Publishing. He is host of the iconic podcast In the Trenches, which has been featured, which has featured notable guests, such as Dr. Jordan Peterson, Tom Ziegler, I was a huge Zig fan, by the way, uh, Seth Godin, and many of today's top thought leaders, and the author of The Art of Instigating, The Complete Guide to Pay What You Want Pricing and Collaborate. Tom is a sought-after marketing and growth consultant who has helped dozens of brands and businesses across a variety of industries generate multiple millions in revenue. He has helped his clients reach the New York Times, Wall Street Journal, and USA Today bestseller list. I shared with you guys, Uh, Yesterday also that I've interviewed a handful of Tom's authors. So I know from which he speaks Um, and he has set the record for the most funded nonfiction publishing project in Kickstarter history. Wow. So amazing. And at hundreds of thousands in annual recurring revenue using his launch strategy. So Tom's got a system, you guys, he, he is definitely a go-to, you know, I was talking to him a lot about the planner before the holidays and he gave me some, some great tips. He connected us with publishers. I'm just telling you the guy is a giver. So, what we're going to do, I'm going to shut up, if you can imagine that, and <laughs> I will moderate questions. What's up, Robert, Steven? What's up, Trace? Everybody is, is uh, joining us, so thank you for that. I'm going to let Tom take over, and I'm going to share this. couple things, if you can. Tom said he is game for, if you've got a question, jump in, and I will politely interrupt him so we can get that stuff going but let's make this as interactive as possible and if you can we'd love some loves likes and share this with your audience so without further ado tom morks thank you for joining me today
1: thank you kim i appreciate it listen it's everybody's out there this is a little different for me because sometimes i'll use like a webinar platform so i can see the comments coming in so we're using zoom which i love big fan of i think it'll be stable and that's all good but i won't be able to see your individual comments so kim is going to do all the uh the management of that, and and jump in when there's questions. But yeah, don't feel like you have to wait until the end. We're going to do a Q and A at the end. There's going to be a lot of ground I want to cover today with the training. So I have a, some slides I want to get through. But if you have questions about something or you want to dive in deeper on something, let's do it. Because bottom line is, I have what this is this presentation. I've I've taught it many times now over the last like. Three months or so, and it's something I'm constantly refining and improving. But at the end of the day, one size never really fits all. There's gonna be some things that are probably so basic, you're like, yeah, of course, I get it, Tom. And then other stuff might be more advanced for you, and so you might want me to break it down. So, you know, there's nothing that's gonna be perfect, but that's why engagement, responding, letting me know that you're there, letting Kim know um, is gonna be critical here. And then feel free, of course, to just dive in and ask questions. So, what I'm gonna do here is I'm gonna go ahead and share my screen, and this will be our first test. So if you can see this screen, this, this PowerPoint slideshow presentation in front of you, uh, type one in, uh, in Facebook, I think we're in Facebook Messenger, that's Facebook Live where people are, are messaging, right, Kim?
0: Yep. Go ahead and just drop it in the comments. So comments, that's all yeah. you got to do. Just type a one and let us know that you can see uh, Tom's screen
1: hmm and and that'll second as my audio will be coming in loud and clear So give me a one if is that is that coming in are people giving giving some ones here kim?
0: Yep, you're getting ones audio is clear screens good. are good
1: Okay, great. So then let's rock and roll. Um, if you guys Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll we're gonna play this by ear in terms of pacing Um, because usually I can judge it by seeing people's comments, but so i'm gonna be on, on a wing here I'm gonna try to i'm gonna go at a speed that i'm comfortable with. Sometimes I talk fast. Don't worry There will be a recording and so you can go back and watch any of this stuff. Seriously, it's just at the end of the day, sometimes I will have to blow through something really quick so we can get to the most important parts, okay? But here's why, why you're here today. It's how to reach 1,000 customers per month without spending a dime of paid advertising and just 30 minutes of work a day. And I'm going to give you some examples of people who've used the same system who started with no email list and no platform, okay? So that's my big promise. That's what you're going to come out of here today is with uh, how to implement a system like this. To, to generate these kind of results without spending a ton of money on paid advertising. Because of course, that's the easy solution. Anyone can do that. Put a ton of money into Facebook, hopefully you'll get some out, right? But I'm talking about ways where you don't have to spend money out of pocket to generate the same results, to get in front of new, new customers all the time. So I want to make sure you guys are in the right spot, okay? So is this you? Are you an author, a speaker, a blogger, podcaster, a content creator, somebody you know creating content online, producing stuff, teaching, educating? It goes by a lot of names: solopreneurs, um, you know, whatever it might be, coach, consultant, entrepreneur, owner, or founder, or professional service provider. Bottom line is, if you're one of these things and you have an existing product or service and you want more paying customers, then this is for you. And if that's not you, that's okay. Now's a good time to slip out. Don't worry, we won't uh, we won't call names or, or or point you out. But if this doesn't describe you, then I don't want to waste your time. Okay, (laughs) Kim. will. I like this. I like Kim. You're a good backup for this. Stay uh, around. Stay (laughs) around. I I like it. That way, I don't have to be an enforcer. Kim could do that for me. So here's the bottom line. You 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 might have been wondering. There's gonna be like a few things you have probably thought of. Again, fitting the description. How do I get more customers consistently? If that's you, let me know in the in the chat area, the comments. Have you ever wondered, how do I get more customers consistently? Because, yeah, I'm not going to assume that's a rhetorical question. Some people are like, no, I'm good to go. But I think a lot of people might be like, yeah, I could use more customers. I could use more clients. So if that's you, let me know. Can I really grow my reach without spending tons of money on advertising or tons of time on social media, blogging, et cetera? How many of you have ever been on the social media hamster wheel? I like to call it, um, where you're just constantly promoting and sharing on social media, and then you look back after like 6 or 12 months, you're like, where did that get me? Um, maybe you've been there. Um, I'm not saying that's not to discount. Social media has its place. Blogging has its place, but if you're constantly doing something, you're not actually seeing the returns, maybe you can relate to that. And so that's what I'm wondering if that's ever been an experience you've had. Can I build my
0: yeses? (laughs) Yeah.
1: Okay. Can I build my business into a profitable venture? How many of you actually consider that? Just like took a pause and like, wait a second, is this something that will actually be profitable for me? Or am I just creating a new job that's more painful, maybe even has less security than like the typical corporate job. Not that those have security. listen, they, you know, that's, that's one of the big promises, but we know they don't, they don't really, but, but maybe you've wondered like, is this something that can actually be profitable? Not just another job, not just making ends meet, not just scraping by, but actually profitable where you get paid well, hopefully for doing a lot less than you're doing now. And, and you're wondering, is there a future here? Is there a possibility? Am I wasting my time? What am I doing wrong? Um, Genuine questions. I've thought, I've thought about all these in the past. So don't worry. If you're thinking those things, you don't have to say it out loud. But if you are, go for it. Like, again, we encourage it. We'll, we'll call this a safe space here. And, and that's OK, because you're going to think these things. And thinking through these things and realizing these things is the first, first, first starting point. It's the starting point to be able to correct them and fix them. OK? So here's why this would matter to you right now you have a business or startup, and you're, but you're not making sales like you think you should be, and you're not sure how to make progress. So some of it's, the pieces are in place, but something's not clicking, right? Maybe this matters to you right now because you know the fastest way to grow your profit is by acquiring new customers, right? That's the lifeblood of a business is customers, clients, people who are paying you money, right? Um, unless you, maybe you're a Silicon Valley startup and, and you can, you know, maybe there's a lot of smoke and mirrors behind what you're doing, but I'm guessing most of you, that's not the case. Um, you are actually dependent on new customers and clients, but you're not sure where to start. And maybe this matters to you right now because your wheels are spinning, but you're stuck. So you've tried it all. Social media marketing. How many of you have tried all of these? Or some, so, so, some of these are riffs and, and really specific. But like social media marketing. How many of you tried that? How many of you tried blogging? Um, how many of you tried SEO, Amazon SEO or otherwise? Paid advertising. The list goes on. How many of you have tried all those things? Um, and how many of you have actually like where it's wh- been the case where nothing seemed to actually work? Like you've kind of gone down those rabbit holes, but the results are like ah, less than stellar. And so maybe you're wondering, how do I? Uh, you can, can raising your hand. I like it. How do how I get leave off, it up. <laughs> yeah. How do I get off the hustle treadmill and start making real money that can scale, so I can live life on my own terms? Like, listen. And this is this is the thing. I think a lot of people have a bad like they come in with this uh, conception that money is bad or the profit's bad, and it's not. It's it's not. It's what you do with it, and it's it's how you perceive it. Every business needs to make a profit, and so we need to know that it's good to make money for yourself, for your family, for your employees, for your business, for the community. These are all good things. And so if you're on the treadmill, your hustle treadmill, but you're not actually making enough margin, enough profit to grow it, then that means that means fewer employees, that means fewer people that fewer ways you can contribute, they can get back to charity or nonprofits or whatever you want to spend the money how you want to support yourself moving to the future. And honestly, as entrepreneurs, um, and I assume that's pretty much everybody in the audience here is, Kim, you'd say is entrepreneur, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay, broadly speaking. Listen, we have a particular challenge in front of us, which is that tomorrow, nobody knows what's going to happen. And if you're like, and, and, and so maybe you're like me, you kind of like you eat what you kill, like a, as like a hunter would. Right. And so there's, there's a client piece, maybe you're doing digital products, whatever. The point is it's dependent on you. And if you're not bringing home the bacon, then, and things can fall apart like they can. And so listen, I'm, I'm not here to scare you, but if there's a sincere, there is a sincere like form of, um, Hey, the, the, it's not always up and to the right, like scaling, Um, it's not all, all, you know, the future is all going to be bright. There's, there's a possibility that it might not. And so you need to figure out how to get that margin sooner rather than later, because you need to actually make a profit. Now you can't actually wait to make a profit later. Hopefully that makes sense. We'll roll with it. So here's the deal. I'm going to ask you to lift this weight with me, not the 1100 pounds that Eddie's pulling (laughs) off the ground there, but, uh, but a slightly different weight. but this is, this is Eddie. I'm blanking on his last name, but his, the movie is Eddie Strongman. It's a documentary. I think you can find it on Netflix still. It's actually worth a watch even if you're not into powerlifting. But I find powerlifting kind of fun, fun and fascinating. These people just like doing things like, like the human body, should it be able to do? I don't know. But they're pushing it to its brink. Like this guy is lifting over a thousand pounds off the ground. And, uh, and in the documentary, he's, he's competing for the world's, uh, the, the strongest man the strongest man competition, basically. Try, try to be, you know, declare the world's strongest man. Again, hey, listen, everybody has their thing that they get into, right? And so I'm not here to, to, to judge that or critique it. It's, I think it's fascinating. But what I thought was most fascinating in his run-up to this, to being the world's strongest man, there was a coach, I believe, in the movie he, who said this quote, and it was, it was in the context of Eddie, but also anybody at this level. When you're at the elite level, if you don't believe you can lift something, then you're not going to lift it. It's as simple as that which means at the highest level at the most elite level at the people who are performing the most optimal at the highest level the you know the navy seals the you know the mark Zuckerbergs and and bezos and, and you know pick any genre any sport any or a business or whatever it is anybody who's playing at the top most elite level it becomes something other than physical uh, it becomes something other even than like kind of what you know it it actually becomes a belief it becomes belief you have to believe you can actually do it before you can do it. And if you don't believe it, then you're not going to pick up the weight. And for these guys stronger than anybody, like, you know, I, I couldn't do a quarter of that. Right. But, but it's belief. It's actually all mental at this point for them, mental and belief that they can do it. So what I want you to do with me today is I want to see if you're ready to get your mental lift on. So are you guys ready to get your mental lift on? Kim, maybe you can let me know if people are, in, are um, are ready.
0: I am. Yes. <laughs> let's do it. Yeah. They're popping in. Yes. Cool. Absolutely.
1: So I want you guys to go through an imagineering exercise with me. You can close your eyes if you want. If you're, you know, if you have what I would recommend also, if you don't have headphones on, put headphones on, close the door. If you haven't closed the door, turn off your phone, unless you're on your phone and obviously keep that on, but turn everything else off. Okay. But like focus next, give me the next 40 minutes of your life. You're going to come away with, I think something profound from this training. Um, and, and I do believe that or your money back. But bottom line is I want you to, to work with me on this with actually imagining this, because if you cannot believe it, then it cannot come true. So close your eyes or just, or just go with us and actually picture this. So when you say the word, your products and services are shared with thousands of new potential customers virtually overnight. And many of you may have never had that happen. I've had it happen many times. I'll have some snapshots here. This last week, just ran a campaign, literally. Uh, well, I don't know if we hit a thousand, but we were like 700 something customers like in this last week or something like that. And so this happens. But if you haven't been there, if you haven't seen it happen, you need to believe that it can happen. So picture that happening. What is that like? Now imagine that these leads and the people who are coming to your website, maybe signing up, they fit your ideal target market. They sign up to your, your newsletter, your email list and they become raving fans and repeat buyers who invest in your higher price products and services. How much easier is your life at that point? How much easier is your life at that point? When that starts happening consistently, you can kind of flip the switch on that. And then the fact that they become repeat buyers. So now it's not just one sale, but many sales and it's across time. And so now you're building a real audience. You're building a real, um, user base. And now imagine you grow your reach, your influence, your profit in a predictable way that compounds over time. Kind of touched on that in the last one. But that that thing's actually compound. The work you do now means that next month, it's going to be even bigger. The month of the day, even bigger. Because like the worst thing you do, that's why I called it the, tread, um, the, the social media hamster wheel or the hustle treadmill. You're moving, you're moving, you're moving, you're working, but you're still in the same spot. So what I want to do is get you off the treadmill, off the um, you know, the, the hamster wheel and start doing work that will actually compound. And now imagine that like the work you do today will actually help you next month and will and then that grows on top of itself and then it grows again and again and again, that's compounding interest. So how do we do that? Can we get there? Can you believe you can get there? So I'm going to share a story with you. I'm going to zoom through this piece. If you guys are curious about my background, you can always go to tomworkies.com, but that's seven year old Tom with just look at that gorgeous blonde hair. He had a lot of it back then. Um, man, what a stud. And, uh, this was me playing soccer on the nine-year-olds team. I was always kind of a aggressive competitor and my I had older brothers. So I got to train with them and stuff like that on their teams. And so it's always kind of pushing the boundaries of what, what I could do, you know, as a young boy, physically and stuff like that. And since a young age, I always wanted to serve in the, in the military. And, uh, because I love a good challenge, I decided to apply to the toughest school I could find, which is West Point United States Military Academy. And it's, a uh, you know, if you guys are in the U S maybe you, you've heard of it, if you're international abroad, it's, it's similar like Sandhurst or one of the other major military schools around the world. It's, it's, um, it's a really tough school, <laughs> really tough. And it's a, it's academic and military and it's four years long. Um, I applied, I got accepted. I actually ended up joining the boxing team, um, uh, amongst all my other studies, you know, double major and stuff like that. So I was just like nonstop here, but it was, it was hard, but I got through it. <laughs> yeah, or something, or insane, or masochistic, you know? Maybe a little both. Um, and and shortly after I graduated, I deployed to Iraq, where I led convoy security missions on a nightly basis. So we did the, the the resupply. We had to resupply all these neighboring bases. We were it was 2009, 2010. We were drawing back, and Iraq so way to close down all the bases. So I I led the the security team that would move these these elements to different places around uh, the area of operation. After that, I came back. I commanded a company of an airborne unit where I actually got paid to jump out of helicopters. So that's me right there in the middle. Um, in that picture sitting on the edge of a Black Hawk that's about to go up and we're about to jump off, which is scary. If you've never just like sat on the edge of something that's flying and then you have to like fall over, it's pretty, if you're, I'm scared of heights. It was, Pass. It was <laughs> <good>. <laughs> yeah, but it was fun. It was a good, it was a good rush. And you know, I was grateful for my time and service, but uh, it was something that always kind of, you know, nagged at me, which is that I wanted to start a business around, and I would say specifically around creative passions. Like I've always loved writing. I loved art. I love film. Um, and I love honestly like this online marketing space, online business space, seeing, people make money from blogs and podcasts and do all this stuff. I was like, man, there's something here. Um, I'm curious if there's something here where I could actually do it well enough where I can make, uh, make a business out of it. Like there's, there's that could create enough value. and capture a little bit of it. And in a way where it would make enough wealth to be sustainable. Like that was the big thing. Can I do it? So, About my last year in the army, I started kind of blogging on the side and started writing. And then I published a book. I started a podcast. And and then around 2013, I got out and I decided, okay, I'm going to take a year off to travel with my wife. And we did that. And I'm going to keep doing this. When I get back, if it doesn't pan out, I'm just going to go do something else. Law school, whatever. I'll figure it out. I wasn't too concerned. But I was like, I'm going to take a year off. I'm going to give this its due. And so I did start writing. I did start publishing. And I did it again and again and again with books uh, to start. And then courses. Um, and I kind of expanded it with each new item, I things started to grow. So with each new book, I tested new marketing techniques and taught what I learned in my blog. So I started to build up an audience from that cause I was sharing what I learned and people noticed and asked me for help getting traffic leads to sales for their books and other products. It actually started with books and then grew well with the books that we started working on. It was kind of like one success story after another. Then I got started to get referrals and referrals, referrals. I started doing this a lot so I, eventually I discovered a marketing system that consistently generated a high volume of traffic leads and sales for each of our launches. Like something I could kind of like, okay, here's a system we can apply to any one of these campaigns. And I, I did just that. Here's just a few of the ones we worked on. And this resulted in record-setting crowdfunding campaigns, as Kim mentioned. I think we just finally got knocked off that, that record-setting status, by the way. Like, but for a couple of years, we held it most funded nonfiction publishing project, Kickstarter history. So we did it with crowdfunding campaigns. We did it New York Times bestsellers, USA Today bestsellers, um, Wall Street Journal bestsellers, Amazon bestsellers. So again, it started with books, but then it grew and expanded into other things because people were like, well, okay, it works with books. Can you help us with courses? So it worked so well that I started running campaigns for new types of offers, e-courses, membership sites, coaching, and more. How many of you are selling something like that? Maybe you could share with Kim and Kim, you can share what, what people are selling, what they're offering. It's e eCourses, membership sites, coaching, consulting. Is it something other than that? I'll let you know if I've worked on it or not and if there's a campaign, but I probably have. Um, so those are just some of the examples. Like Teachable is a pretty big platform uh, and I worked with them for like two years running like their summits. Um, uh, all sorts of people I get to work with and just apply the same system. This is a snapshot. I just took this right before the call because we just finished up a campaign here. This is what uh, the last week looked like from a campaign. That we ran with partners, and so we that average daily revenue seems that looks wrong. I don't know how it's calculated. I think it would be more than that because this was February eleventh to the nineteenth gross revenue forty two thousand so I think that average daily revenue maybe that maybe that's pulling it for the month or something like that. I don't know because uh, that looks that actually looks less than it should be but uh, but what's interesting here is this is every day we're getting sales here, and these were all coming from partners. And I'm going to talk to you a little bit about partnerships and things like that today. So at the end of the day, now I get the opportunity to work with industry leaders across a variety of industries. I speak to audiences around the world, virtually, sometimes in person. I'm going to Atlanta this weekend. If anybody's in Atlanta, say what's up. I'll be at the Menfluential Conference, and then I'll be flying over to San Diego for a Travel Conversion Summit. And the point is, I get to help amazing brands and businesses increase their reach, influence, and profit year after year. I really do enjoy it. It's a lot of fun. And it affords me a lifestyle that I couldn't have dreamed of five years ago. So that's my mar- mountain farm, I call it. Um, we only have a greenhouse and we have some chickens, but I'm getting ready to roll it out. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> goats, like really expanding operations here. I'm not even kidding, but that's the thing that I love. And I have a family. That's actually my young son, my, my uh, oldest son. We have another one on the way and we have a, I have a little daughter now too. So we have a family of three in, in the works right now. And, uh, and it's just, it's awesome. It's a great life. I, I, my kid's right outside here. This is my office, but I can go say hi to him like if I want, it's a beautiful thing. Like I can't, can't think of something that would be better. Right. And so it's like, I wonder how did nobody working out of coffee shop go from that? Although I did have a great beard back then. (laughs) Um, how did I go from that to now being responsible for some of the most profitable product launches, book launches, crowdfunding campaigns, living in a mountain oasis, working the hours I want and projects I choose. What happened? Well, it's the system that I'm going to talk to you about.
0: You did get a where in Colorado (laughs) question. Oh,
1: just North of Aspen. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, right in the, the valley, uh, Roaring Fork Valley. It's beautiful. Uh, we actually had wildfires here, which was not so beautiful. In its own we- we- weird way, it was beautiful. We had these wild, like, huge wildfires. We had to uh, uh, evacuate our house. That was the one thing that made me a little nervous about living here because otherwise I was like, oh, it's a good, good place. And, you know, we're not going to get floods or tornadoes. We get wildfires. So we did have to evacuate. We were okay, but uh, it's a beautiful place to live. And so what I discovered was a system that you can use to grow your reach and get bigger results predictably and consistently. And there's three critical pieces to this. It's repeatable. It's scalable. It's lucrative. Okay. So this is the purpose of today's masterclass. I'm going to go over three myths that are keeping you invisible and probably broke. The one thing every profitable biz- business has in common, um, how to reach thousands of potential customers every month. Even if you're starting from scratch, I'll give you some examples of how, we're do- how we do this. Uh, and then how to scale a system to turn it to a six to seven figure revenue stream without spending a dime on paid advertising. So what I just shared with you, that screenshot, that was just from the last week. Um, You know, we're doing these things pretty consistently. And so those numbers are coming in pretty consistently. And so that's easy five, five figure monthly revenue stream. uh, Sometimes, sometimes upwards of six figures. um, But it's, and it's definitely a seven figure overall for the whole year. It's a seven figure revenue stream. So I'll break it down here, kind of how we do it. Are you guys ready? I'm going to take a sip of water. I've been talking too much already. Give me an (laughs) I'm ready in the chat and comments area.
0: Kim's gonna scream. I'm ready. <laughs> so jump in, guys. Let me know oh. if you are ready.
1: <laughs> awesome. All right. So let's get to it. Myth number one: If I create a website, people will find and purchase my products and services. How many of you took that approach? Uh, I'll get Bluehost. I'll get a WordPress website up, and then, and then question mark, and then millions of dollars. Right. Um, well, the truth is that millions of websites are started every year. There's actually nine per minute on, a, it was a statistic, I was breaking it down and doing the math on, I think for 2017, but I'm sure it holds true to today, which is that nine per minute, nine new websites per minute, over 90% of them fail. And that's a nebulous term too, because it's probably higher than that and, and fail, you have to define as like, well, but the reality is you probably have all heard the statistics, small businesses, the attrition rate is something like after five years, over 50% have failed. I think it's closer to 80%. So like, these aren't, you know, you're, these aren't uncommon, but online, here's the deal. If you leave your fate up to Google, Facebook, Amazon, or any other platform to generate sales for you, you will be lost in a sea of others. There's just no way people are going to find you. It's up to you to reach new customers. I'll give you two examples of things. This is things I'm I'm doing. So I'm, I'm happy to pull back the curtain and show some of this. The left side here, you see the complete guide to pay with you on pricing. It's an ebook I wrote, published a few years ago. I've never published on Amazon. Yet it's a five-figure passive income stream for me. I haven't promoted in years, truly passive. Cause like I'd have done effectively nothing with it over the past couple of years outside of the work I did in the beginning to get it out there. And that's using the system that I'm talking to you about. The other thing is, uh, here is hundred uh, K Academy. So it's a co- coaching program I run and you won't find this product. If you search for it yet, it generates five figures per month. So it's just like, I'm just bringing this up to show you like, there's lots of ways to make a good living, make a healthy living, make a good profit with your business. And you don't have to be f- able to be found on Google I know that sounds weird, but you don't have to have your product on Amazon and you don't, these are not the things that are actually critical. Um, but, but they look critical. And when you hear somebody talk about it, it's like, yeah, I want to be number one on Google. I want to rank for this. I want to be that, you know, I want to have like a bestseller on Amazon. So we think those are the things we should care about and organize for. And I think it's a mistake. I think a lot of people make a mistake. Bottom line is we care about customers, serving them, customers and clients doing a good job serving them, creating value in their lives and capturing a little bit of it. That's it. Okay, so I'm going to break that down for you today. So that's myth number one. Do not rely on the platforms. They're not going to do it. It's not going to do it for you. You have to take ownership there. Myth number two is some people and products are shared by everyone. It just happens. There's nothing you can do about it. How many of you have thought, about, have, have thought that that viral launches just kind of happen?
0: To, you know other, people.
1: to other people. <laughs> to other people, but not you, right? Yes. Right, right. <laughs> so I'm going to break that down. Just say viral. What is viral? What does it mean? Okay. So it's, it's kind of a buzzword, but here's what it actually means. If you like break it down to find, I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of other people who've defined it differently, but I'm going to, I'm going to show you this one because this is applicable. This is what you're seeing. So when you see those viral launches, this is what it means. Viral means sharing across networks within and across networks. So we're all compiled composed of networks. I'm going to break that down for you guys today. But bottom line is if you can connect with the right networks, you can directly influence who finds you or your work and how it's shared. And so you want to, it's, it's a networks, uh, It's a network. It's a way of thinking in terms of networks. So you want to think in terms of networks, and and I'll break that down as we go. So here's one example, and we already talked about this a little earlier, but it's a great example for this in particular because you think viral. How do you create a viral launch? Well, if what you're doing is boring, like making a journal, how do you create something viral out of that? And and a a journal is about as boring as it can get because the journal is a commodity. If you Google it, you'll find tens of thousands of of things, and you'll feel like, okay, listen, there's. Listen, there's just so much competition out there. It's commodity. How do you how do you how do you get anywhere with that? Well, we were able to turn a mod- commodity into a $450,000 crowdfunding campaign. And we did it in 30 days, about 33 days actually, I think technically. And we did it by tapping into the right networks. In within and across networks. We got sharing in and across networks. Myth number three: There's too much competition, not enough money in coaching or digital products or whatever. Like, pick pick your pick your thing, whatever you're doing. And maybe you're wondering: There's just too much competition. There's not enough money in this. Or if I go this route, like, even though I know this is what I'm best at, there's so much competition. It's I I'm not going to make it. I'm just going to give you some some broad stats right now with where we're at in our current economy, and they should hopefully sound really positive. We also may, of course, be on uh, the cusp of an economic collapse. I'm also like. A, 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 you know, part-time doomsday prepper. So I get that. That's always in the back of my mind, but here's the stats. Like this is what the numbers are showing. And this is zooming in on the e-learning industry because I think everything that we're going to talk about today, um, is, is, is related to the e-learning industry in some way, shape or form either directly or indirectly, but they were all kind of rising at the same rate. So the e-learning industry is expected to triple in size from 2015 to 2025 into a $325 billion market. Other industries wow. in the digital space are expecting similar growth trends. So eBooks, um, coaching consulting those kind of service-based things again all the kind of tertiary things in and around e-learning as well not just the courses that people are creating or the digital products people are creating but all those things that come and support it that's huge that's huge i don't know what other markets are going to triple in size over 10 years like right now like is there any other industry that you could be so sure is going to triple that like in the next 10 years like invest in that space right Mm -hmm you're probably not going to go wrong. And so it's like, listen, if you're working in and around the space, that's a good thing. It means there's a lot of good, good stuff happening. And here's why it's happening because more people are online than ever before. The average wealth around the world is increasing and growing at its fastest rate in history. Average wealth of individual families is growing at its fastest rate in history around the world globally. So that's an important metric because that means there's more disposable income per family internationally than ever before. And more people are online than ever before. It's, I think the statistics are something like 2022 20 to 2025, give or take. It's gonna be over 95. I think it's over 95%. But it's like effectively, like almost the entire world is online. Effectively, like there's gonna be some portions that are not. And that means demand is going to increase. Just by its nature, demand is increasing because of cheap technology, mobile phones, things like that connection to the internet. Average wealth is growing. What does that mean? Lots more people who are going to be seeking out things solutions for their problems, okay? The things you guys can do. That's, that's the bottom line. More demand means increase, you know, you're going to get more sales and should be hopefully higher margins if you can kind of position yourself to take advantage of this. So what you need to do is that now that you understand these truths versus the myth, it's time to implement. And so this leads into the one thing every hyper-profitable business has in common. The one thing they all do is they leverage referrals to tap into networks of customers, what's a referral? Let's break this down step-by-step. Step. So a referral is a recommendation from a trusted source. Probably a lot of ways to define that, but that's the one I'm zooming in on. That's the one that really matters here. Uh, we don't really care about the person. If, we don't care about the person who's suggesting something to you that you don't know, like, or trust, and you just, whatever, walk away. That, that's, that's not, what we care about is, like, say, when you your wife says, this is the car we should look at, that's a referral from a trusted source, okay? Or you're talking to a, a good friend who uses, like, the software. He knows the business you're in. You have to check out the software. It'll help you, right? That's a recommendation from a trusted source. So a network, then, this is the second piece of it, is a group of people connected by a common interest. That's the main thing to make a network. I have in parentheses here that things that can also like define a network, but the bottom line is there's a common interest, and that's what connects them. And online, that's exactly what it is. But sometimes they'll also have this other piece, which is often there's a common pain, a problem, or desire and state associated with it. But at a minimum, we're talking common interest. So it could be something around you know entertainment. It could also be something around business. It could be around content marketing. It could be around online business. It could be around you know, networking itself, it could be around, uh, you know, whatever topic. Um, And and all of you are entrepreneurs, it could be around yoga, I've recently done stuff, we just did a health, uh, something in the health space, Um, diet, specific diet thing, that we were running a campaign around that. And so the point is, like, okay, when you're talking about diet, it's like, so what's the common interest, losing weight, getting in shape, broadly speaking, Um, the common pain, maybe they're a chronic pain, overweight, whatever it might be, according to them, their own standards, desired end state, Health, happiness, all those things that kind of go with it. Like those are the things. So then I was like, okay, we're in this dietary space. How do we find these people? Where are these networks? Where are they online? So that's gonna lead into what we're gonna talk about in just a couple slides. So that, this is the what is the most efficient, effective way to get referrals within and across these networks? Influence marketing, number one. That's it. Bottom line, there's nothing better than this. If you've heard the term and you don't get that, it's because it's probably you know, smoke and mirrors around how people are using the term. I think it's a term that has caught on a little bit in the mainstream, but it's all of a sudden has like a dozen different definitions or when people hear it, they think of like say Instagram, Instagram celebrities, you know, Kylie Jenner or something like that, taking a a photo in a bathing suit. That's not what I'm talking about. That might also be influencer marketing, but I'm going to go one level deeper here and, and break it down for you guys on how this works. So here's what influencer marketing 101 is just like bottom line. It's effectively having influential third parties share, refer, promote your product or service or whatever it is, share your stuff with their followers, with their fans, with their readers. If they have an email list, that's what I, I think is gold. Email lists, social media groups, those kind of things. And and there's this person who's kind of leading. They put something out. So when Kim shares something, guess what? You're probably listening because you trust, know like you trust Kim for good reason. And so when she suggests something, especially when it's within her realm of competence, right? Then you're gonna be like, okay, I'm gonna listen. Now there could be something like you might also if you follow me on my blog or something like that again if it's in my realm of competence competence like influencer marketing or or online business or or you know launches if I'm gonna make a referral or suggestion on software or tools or what you should do there's a lot of people who are gonna listen to me now if it's outside of my realm of competence like if it's like this is like you should have to watch like season three uh true detective or something like that you may or may not that's not as 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 relevant here but i think people would even take me up on that if i shared it which is kind of wild that's the power of influence mm-hmm. in, in a degree and that's not to toot my own horn i don't think i have much of it i think there's people who are just tremendous at this they have just followings and there's tons of people like this and they're not just the oprahs you know it's not just the main one that you see it's not just the tony robbins or the person who's on cnn or something like that not at all like what i'm talking about are the people you might have never heard of until you start searching for them and then you find out they have hundreds thousands tens of thousands, sometimes hundreds of thousands of followers. And you probably, and this is not a household name. This is in every niche and industry I've been in. I found this and it's remarkable. I'm always, and there's always new people who are building a new following, building a new audience, like, you know, growing what they're doing and have this incredible reach and influence when they share something or suggest something. And so what this is, is effectively it's word of mouth um, referrals, like word of mouth style referrals, but on steroids, because it's one to many instead of one to one. Like, obviously the best thing is we want people sharing what you do with other people. Like one to one is great. But if we could amplify that, it would be this. This is what we, and then we call it influencer marketing. You could also just say like one to many referral marketing or something. I don't know. Maybe there's a better term for it, but I'm calling it influencer marketing. (sighs) So let me take a sip of water. Do you guys want to learn how to reach thousands of new potential customers with influencer marketing? Give me a yes in the comments area. And then Kim, if we have questions or anybody wants to dive in, we can do that too. I think we're going to get more questions as you start doing the how to,
0: because the first thing I'll tell you that comes up in my mind is, is getting into that space. Like in terms of you're like, okay, I've got cold outreach. How do I do this? So I'm sure I'm going to have questions. Um, So as questions come up, guys, you know, drop them in for Tom. Um, But yeah, I think it's really, how do we do this?
1: Cool. Yeah, let's do it. All right. So here's how, so some step-by-step instructions, we're going to kind of go broad and then we're going to zoom in. And then in the Q and A I'll I'll handle all these like one-off comments or or, or questions or comments, especially if they're related to something you're like, well, Tom, this looks like it works great for all these things, but what about my unique uh, circumstance? Um, Which I'm happy to answer specifically in the Q and A or as we go. So let's roll with it. So let's start about how do we reach thousands of potential customers and how do we do that consistently Month after month, so that snapshot I showed you was this last week. We had a campaign two weeks ago, and then about a week and a half before that, or two weeks before that, we have another one coming up in a week. We're constantly rolling this out. That's just one of my businesses, and then I have other things that I do. And so, anyway, I can say this with certainty: you can reach thousands of potential customers every month using this. Okay. And step one is you want to discover where your hidden networks of customers are. Where are they located? And so, what is a hidden network? Well, the network we said is common interest. So, where are these? Co- where are people with common interest? coalescing or engaging or connecting or talking where's the conversation happening okay so i have three screenshots here to give you three examples to get you started if anybody can name this one you get bonus you get bonus funny money points i'm gonna say it's probably really small you can't tell but it says fan fiction can anybody guess why this is relevant it's a forum i'll give you that those are the two hints um this other one I'm going to zoom in on was I was like okay what would be an obscure topic I thought crochet which I maybe I'm uh, an idiot for thinking that that's an obscure topic because it turns out this group the first one I found had 4 million likes <laughs> uh, so so I'm like listen none of the groups I'm part of have 4 million likes so it's like probably the stuff I think is like that I thought was obscure it's like I should just pick something I'm interested in It probably is like but anyway you no know, you think about it, it's crochet 4 million people like this group 4 million people and if you look through it um you know there's engagement and comments happening, and then there's lots of groups like this. So Facebook groups—it's a great place to find where conversations are happening. In spite of all of the flaws of Facebook, uh, you know, Facebook Live is pretty strong. We're obviously using that right now. Facebook groups can still be really strong, run by the right leaders and and admins to organize and make them and cr- continue that engagement. Um, they're really, really powerful. Great ways to connect with people who are in the same, who, who have the a common interest, common pain, common problem, like your target market. You can find them in Facebook groups and then the third thing, really quick with oh, the Facebook
0: yeah. groups. Cause I've seen a lot of people saying they don't think they're working anymore. I, I, I completely see the opposite, but mm-hmm. a lot of people think people are leaving Facebook groups and they're going elsewhere. I don't know if you want to put, give two cents on that.
1: My big comment is this. I'm not, I'm not here to say you should run your own Facebook group. I think I'm in specific the context of this. I'm saying you should tap into Facebook groups that exist and you should see what you can do to leverage them because they're the, because both of those statements can actually probably be true. Some can still be going well and you can actually be getting a mm-hmm. lot of great results from it. I, and I know you are. And I know some other people who are doing it well still to this day. In spite of the fact that I, I look at the trend, I do see like, yeah, whatever Facebook is doing, it's not trying to boost the engagement within your Facebook group. As a platform, they don't care about that at all. They want people mm-hmm. to pay money, to pay to play. And so they don't care about your Facebook group. So they're not doing anything with Facebook to help your Facebook page grow or to create more engagement on the platform. They're they're past that. They're They're just about... Pull, pulling the money chain right now and anything they could do to pump money out. So ads and things like that. So they're not doing anything structurally with Facebook to actually improve the experience as like a forum, but there are forums or groups that are effectively really engaged groups. I'm a part of several and comments every every hour, like every minute in some cases, a conversation is happening. So it's a great place to still find people. So I'm not here to comment on the future longevity of it, but I'm saying you should use it right now because it's an easy place for you to search. Find groups that have people that are you're composed of people in your target market that have a common interest, common pain problem or problem. So
0: we d- we did get one question and I'm sure you're going to address it because right now I know you're yeah. talking about leveraging networks. Uh, but Kristen was asking, she's aware of uh, influencer marketing, but how do you know the influencer is safe? I guess is is a good, how do you vet them would be my mm. guess in terms
1: Ooh, of- Oh, that's, that's good. Let's, let me see if I can actually, if I answer that organically as we go. And I, cause I think I will, but otherwise we'll circle back around to it. I've never gotten that specific question but let's, let's, let's come back around to it. Great. So this was another snapshot, just again, blogs. Okay. That's a picture of my blog. Just like a random screenshot doesn't mean you have to follow me. The point is there's just tons of blogs out there. People who are writing about this stuff and publishing blogs, podcasts, all sorts of other things. Blogs are better than podcasts in that context because podcasts don't usually have an engagement component, but blogs and their comment sections do. So what you can do is you can Google these things or DuckDuckGo, my preferred search engine, and you can search blogs, forums, podcast groups, platforms, literally. So crochet blog, crochet forum, crochet podcast, crochet group, crochet, I don't know if crochet platform will bring anything back. But if you search crochet blog, you know what's going to happen? I'm, I'll bet money on this. I will actually put a t- I'll actually put I'll put a 10 spot on this. Make a, I'll make a bet with anybody who's live <laughs> right now that if you if anybody wants to take me up on this bet, but you have to take me up on the bet before you do this, that I bet $10 that if you search crochet blog, in the top 10 search results, you're going to have somebody that lists the top 5 or top 20 or top 50 or top 100 crochet blogs you have to be followed. Okay. So what I'm getting at here. Come on, I'm going to look. <laughs> all right. we're taking the bet. Let's do it.
0: Yeah. I mean, I believe you, but now yeah. I'm curious.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's find out actually and, and see what pulls up.
0: Crochet blog. Okay. which I'd have to take back screen sharing, but I can tell
1: you. Yeah, let's just see. I could be I could be off on this. That was again, obs- I thought about the most obscure thing I could.
0: Have. <laughs> no, no. Okay. So I would be sending you $10 like I don't have Venmo, but literally <laughs> you guys, the first post is top inspiring crochet blogs to follow, the next one top 100 crochet blogs, 20 crochet blogs, big list of free crochet. Like the first 3 results are crochet blogs to follow. So Somebody's
1: already done the hard work for you is what yeah. I'm getting at. Like in almost any, any circumstance, unless you're like an inch within a niche within an niche, and then you might not have the top 10, top 20, top 100 type curated blog posts already for you that give you all the information. You might have to do your own manual research. to actually type it in and find these things. Bottom line is it's like most of the time it's actually really simple. You do a search, you're going to find what's out there. So the second thing you want to do is actually connect to the owners, founders, leaders of these networks. I think this will tie into that question, which is like, how do you vet, vet the influencer, that person? How do you know they're a good fit? Well, it, it's, it starts with research. And, and so I zoomed in here. I don't think anybody got the fan fiction one. So fan fiction, the reason I brought that up is, so I, I do a lot of stuff in the writing space. That's how uh, Fifty Shades of Grey got its start, was fanfiction.net. Wow. That's where people were reading it and sharing it. And then it was from that that she was able to leverage into main, like really popular blogs on the East Coast for, wit- for well-off women on the East Coast. And guess what the target market of Fifty Shades of Grey happened to be? That was like the ultimate way to kind of kickstart that thing, which is like this viral phenomenon and still stands like, I think is still the number one like most financially successful like fiction or a self-published book ever like or something like that. But it got like, don't like people miss, I think miss the, the fundamentals of it. And there were a lot of elements, but one of those things you cannot, you, if you took this out, then there's no way you could say that this book would have been successful. It required these two things. It required this forum of people reading and sharing the story to begin with. And then it required some of these key influencer outlets to pick it up and share it. And so she went to the parties with these people and then they, they got to know each other and then they shared. Like Just like we would with any kind of relationship you have. Oh, you're both in the same thing. Okay, cool. I'm writing this. Oh, awesome. I have a blog in this. That would be great to share. I'm not, I don't know how the transact I don't know if it was a transaction. I don't know how that, that engagement went down. I will give you a system here that I think works for you to have those kind of conversations. That's kind of what we're talking about today. Bottom line is like don't miss the fact that like these huge viral success stories and things like that that people talk about, a lot of times they miss what actually happened, the real work that was involved. That's what that is. And then and then why I'm zooming in here, this is this is Twitter. Twitter's a great place to find anybody, right? It's like I don't like it much. I don't like social media, period. Bottom line, but I like using it. And I think Twitter is amazing for having conversations with people without it being weird. Like I can message somebody who I don't know, and it's not a weird thing. It's like Twitter. Um, but if you like did that in real life, it would be a little weird. Or if like, uh, I don't know if you try to call somebody up out of the blue, it might be a little weird, but like something about Twitter, the platform is really great for this. So you can find these. So again, if there's not something very obvious on the page of who these people are, search Twitter and you'll find them. Or here's another thing inside a Facebook group. Once you uh, sign up for a group, guess what you're going to find admins and moderators. Facebook tells you this. It just gives you all that information. It tells you who's moderating. And then you can just look at that. You can make friends with them. I was already friends with some of these people with some of these groups that I joined. I don't think this was crochet. It was maybe another one. The Point is you can make friends with those administrators and follow them or whatever it is, and then see how much they're engaging in those groups. And you can get a sense of who are the real leaders within a community too, or who's like really like um, like controlling the conversation or helping to facilitate it. And then of course, go to the about pages. Of a blog or podcast or whatever, like chances are you're going to find a contact page, information about the person, all the data you would, all the information you would need to say, yeah, this is the kind of person I would like sharing my product or service. Hence, I think it comes back and answers that question. You're vetting people when you do this. I'm not saying you should have everybody share your stuff. I'm, I would actually think that would be a bad idea. I think you should be really selective about who you want sharing because there's a rub off effect that happens when somebody shares your stuff, and so you want to be associated with the right people. That's why I'm, like, I'm, I'm happy to share Kim's stuff. I like what Kim's doing I know that sharing her work not only is useful for my audience but like she has a brand and a personality and like a pedigree like a um, you know all these things that are also like if she didn't have any of those things and she just had good stuff I probably would still share maybe but like there's all these other things to just ensure that it's the right decision for me because she's done all this great work already not to toot your horn Kim don't get too don't get too cocky here
0: (laughs) I was going to say, thank you though. That was awesome. Like, I, I was instantly like, I'm going to take that clip and do a headline or audiogram. with
1: that. So yeah, that's what I'm getting at. It's like, you kind of do the vetting as you go. So, and here's the things, so when you reach out to these people, so you've done the vetting and you're like, okay, yes, this is a person I like, or I'm not sure about this person. They're sharing some weird stuff. I don't want to get into that. Um, so you, you do some of that. You want to be deliberate about that and discern that. But then what you want to do is when you're like, okay, these are the 10, 20, 30 people. And we're not talking hundreds, by the way, guys, we're talking like 10 or 20 could be one or two, one or two partners, one or two influencers could be a game changer for your business. We're not talking high volume of influencers. We're talking fewer, more important. And then they open you up to a high volume of new customers and clients. But the, but the partnership piece here with influencers is one-to-one direct relationship approach. So you want to play the long game. So that's approaching it like a relationship, not a transaction. You want to do your homework. So see what they're about. Yeah. See what they're sharing. See if this is the kind of person you want actually sharing your stuff. Cause it might not be like you just, there's some people you probably don't want, even if it was like the best compelling, you know, share or something like that, you wouldn't want it or, or whatever it is. Like there's probably, and so you can control that by just the research you do, do your homework. And the third thing is when you reach out to them, because we're approaching this as a relationship, we're not trying to solicit for something. We're not asking for something. We want to make sure things are win-win for them and their audience first. So when I talked to Kim about even doing this training in a very meta way, it was like, listen, I know your audience is concerned with like the, these particular things, content marketing and a few other things that kind of like, we'll say are the common interests that everybody has here. That's that, that are listening to this live, that are watching this replay or anybody's reading your blog or listening to your podcast, Kim, they all kind of share certain commonalities. And the thought was, well, listen, do they struggle with getting new customers, getting new clients? Okay. Yes. What about this idea of influencer marketing? Is this something that they could actually use? And based on the conversation we had, the answer was like yes. And so first and foremost, this was it was like, does this make sense for your audience, for the people you teach, for the people you help? Okay, yes. Does it make sense for you now to share? Like, is it is it again? Am do you want to be sharing Tom's stuff? And it's okay if the answer is no. I get it. Like, listen, not everybody's for everybody. I get it. And so that, there could be those those kind of things. But we those both those things pass go. So then we can think about how can we do something that's beneficial. Uh, you know, again, once we get those two things solidified, win-win. Now we can come out with with an ask, okay? And so can that's I jump
0: in here to... really quick, Tom? Yeah, because when I was saying, you know, I think we connected a few years back. It's like you were, you know, um, bringing guests to me, authors and stuff for the show, and it's funny because I know I, I'm. I really hope at one point I said, please, I need to get you on the podcast, but. I feel you just gave and gave and gave and gave and gave. I mean, it was sort of like, well, Tom, if you want to teach painting houses, I'm good. Like, how can I help you? Because of the relationship we had built. Yeah. I completely trusted you. It was an absolute no brainer. It's, but to your point too, it, it's a long game. I mean, it's definitely. It's a long a, game. Yeah.
1: It, it, and that's it. It's like, I think to myself, like I did all these things um, by accident where you could say, na- I, I felt it out too, like, but I was like, in the beginning, I wasn't trying to sell anything anyway. Um, and a lot of the stuff I was doing, it was just, I was like really curious to learn from people who are, I was interested in learning from. I started a podcast so I could interview interesting people and, 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 and get the time of day with them. Um, so like a lot of things I did do selfishly, but at the same time, I thought to myself, well, selfishly, I want to have this conversation with this person who I really admire and respect, but then there's got to be something in it for them too. Hence why it's not like, I just want an hour of your time on a call. I'll do a podcast and then I'll share it with my audience, even if it's marginal or or effectively nothing when I'm just getting started. But that gives it a little bit more credibility. And so it was like little things like that, where I was like, I always want to make sure that this is a win for the other person first, if I could do that. Because that, then it's like, even if somebody says, then when the time comes and I do want to ask something, it's it, it, the yes is either going to be easier, more more comfortable, or if it's a no, it's not like a weird no. And you guys know what I'm talking about when I say that. Like like to be ignored by somebody or, or if you get ignored, that is not a great feeling. Like And we can talk about how I avoid getting ignored. Um, But also like getting, if it's a weird no, like, so what I like to, is if I have a relationship with somebody, they could be like, oh no, I'm I'm good for now. That's not a good fit for me. Thank you. Or not right now. I'm too busy, Tom, or something like that. I'm happy with no's. I always just want to know that the door is always there. I can knock on if I have another suggestion. I never, I never want to burn the bridge. I never want to, uh, you know, do something that would, would, would keep that door closed in perpetuity. If, and that I know that takes into a lot of account, but I think if you just approach it this way, think about relationship, think about giving first, it kind of does all those things that you would need it to do to, because otherwise that, that problem trying to solve that problem is a really difficult one. There's too many variables. What I found is like with the system, it does that for me. It effectively allows me to recruit partners all the time, dozens, hundreds do these campaigns. where We're doing tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands in a week and do this again and again and again, in new industries, new areas all the time. It's, it's wild and it does work. But it has to take that approach, take that tact. I think anybody who comes out cold email or like a solicitation, I get these emails all the time. Tom, I could fix your SEO. It's like, listen, I don't know that you know even who I am, like, except that you saw my name is on the blog and it doesn't look like you've done any research. If you take like an extra five minutes to prep, you know, if to write a review on my podcast, uh, maybe leave a comment and then do something else. Guess what? I probably would have taken that email and considered it but you didn't do those basic things. Anyway, so I, I, I went into a tangent, but we'll we'll break this down as we go. Um, really quick, I was just going to jump
0: in. Stephen was yeah. saying, you know, that he gets everyone who approaches him wants to sale first. I get this a lot. Do you take guest posts or do you yeah. do this? Or I listen to this episode and I have this great guest for you. <clears throat> and it's just, <laughs> sometimes I respond, sometimes I don't. It depends on, it's not intentional, but it's it's very interesting. And I'm like, it would take you five minutes to do a little digging to, to really get a better understanding and, and build a relationship with me.
1: Yeah, hundred percent. And I think it's like, that's why it's like one of those things where what I'm suggesting here, it's, it's, it's a particular approach to something. Um, it's not, you know, there are times where cold email and cold outreach works. This is not one of those cases. There's just not enough influencers where cold outreach can work. And so when somebody does that kind of stuff, I'm just like, Oh yeah, I'm e- either they're doing it completely wrong and completely missing the point or I'm one of 100,000 people they're reaching out to. Mm -hmm. And in either case, I don't care, right? (laughs) (laughs) There we go. All right, so let's zoom in. Step three, partner and promote. Sounds pretty simple, but here's just some examples. Um, This was like a campaign we ran, um, and this is one of our partners sharing Side hustle toolbox, uh, a bundle we put together. Here's another one. This is on uh, product hunt, or this, is on, well, this one was on Facebook, obviously. So Facebook shares, and and a lot of times I'm doing emails, but it just doesn't, you know, share an email. I don't know if that, but you can see this stuff. Uh, you can see the stuff publicly. That's why I'm sharing these examples. But a lot of times, the, the promotion and stuff like that is kind of behind the scenes. You, you're probably not seeing it unless you're on that person's email list or or whatever. But uh, here, this is on product hunt. If you guys are know about product hunt, it's basically like a it's like a listing site for you know things. Like software, I think and stuff we're all like. fans. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Okay, um, and so anyway, I knew that was like okay. I have this book that I'm publishing called The Growth Hacker's Guide to the Galaxy. It's all about growth hacking. Where is the optimal place for a growth hacking book? It's so like product on, obviously, and a few other things like Hacker News and stuff like this. So I was like, how do I get on all these platforms? Number one. So we got like, I don't know, 360 some, I can't quite read, I think 364 upvotes, which is pretty substantial at the time that might not seem like, I don't know, maybe that's not that much anymore with the averages, but this is a couple of years ago. And so it was pretty substantial. It was like, number one, it got seen by a lot, reshared by a lot of people. It was great for the launch of this book. It was like exactly the platform I wanted to hit in exactly the right way to get it in front of the right people. And so, anyway, that's why you think about this listing site. Maybe there's listing sites in your space to think about. Um, then we have things like uh, YouTube, writing book reviews, uh, doing interviews with the authors, all sorts of things that we've kind of arranged in different ways to partner and promote things like doing somebody doing a social media share, somebody you know posting something on a, a, a listing site, somebody doing a, a review for you on YouTube, uh, you doing an interview with someone. There's a lot of ways to partner up and promote. That's what I wanted to get at here. Was you don't? There's not like a specific way to like share my product, and that's it. What I'm doing with Kim right now is an example of a different way of doing this kind of stuff. It's having a conversation, doing something of value, useful, and that's how we've decided to do it. Kim could have probably sent an email and just said, here, check this out or, or check out what Tom's doing and buy this thing or whatever. Like, There's a hundred ways we could have carved it up. This seemed like the most appropriate because it was like value first, It nested well with what she's about, what I'm about. It just fits. It makes sense. And that's the thing. As you do this, you'll see what fits because you're having real conversations with real people. You're building real relationships. You'll know what they care about. Um, That's also how you vet the person who's like, how how do I know this person's good or bad? You'll know it by the conversation that you have. And so this is three things. Yeah, Before you jump
0: in, I don't know if you want to get some water here. Um, Devinder was asking, when you partner with a celebrity-like expert, is affiliate margin or, or some other money agreement in the works?
1: Yeah. So good question. Um, I don't cross that bridge until I've vetted the first piece, which is like, come back to this with the win-win until I know, until I'm able to have a conversation where it's like, here's my idea. Can we, can we validate that this is good for your audience? Can we validate that this is good for you? Um, and and make sure that that, like, it's a good fit both, both ways. Once we've, well, well, at least once we've established that it's a good fit for the audience or the readers or whatever, like some with influencers, that's who we're talking about. We're talking about people who have readers, followers, fans, subscribers, you know, people who watch their YouTube videos, read their blogs, listen to their podcasts, et cetera. Right? Those are the types of people I'm talking about. Um, they could be social media influencers too. And but anyway, the point is, we have to make sure that what I'm discussing, what we're talking about, is a good fit for the viewer, the reader, the subscriber. Once we cross that bridge, then then the fit for them. That's the next piece, which would be maybe a conversation about commissions if you're doing something affiliate related. I would never broach the topic of affiliate, uh, affiliate commissions before that first part is done, before you've had a conversation, that's where a lot of people make a mistake with affiliate marketing. It's like, Hey, I'm rolling out this product. Would you be an affiliate? I'll give you a cut of the commission. It's like, listen, Kim, tell me if I'm wrong on this. You don't need another thing to share.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, every time I do something for someone else, it's hit me that I'm not creating for myself or I'm not promoting myself. So I want there to be a long-term value in it. As much as I could use the money, like even with this today, I told Tom before this, you guys said like, okay, I'm going to put this on YouTube. I'm going to pull it as a podcast because I believe in what he's doing and I trust him explicitly. So how can I help him get more leverage from this one piece of content?
1: That's it. Right. And so it's like, we want to think about like, and that's the thing. Like my experience is like, listen, I'm not for want of things I can sell. I'm also not for want of things I can make money on. I'm really not. So, and that's the case with a lot of people. Now there's going to be some, some people who are just getting, but that's the thing you have to have to weigh. Like the person who wants that you got to think about their audience and 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 how they've constructed things like if they're so focused on oh like oh awesome like 50% commission on that i'm totally going to market and sell it and that's all they they care about if they don't if the conversation doesn't start with the user i think that's a red flag to be honest with you now i'm not against people sharing certain things that we put out um like we do have an expanded affiliate program for another one of the businesses that i have we do let anyone who applies for the most part be an affiliate and fine. Like this, listen, there's some room for that. What I'm talking about though, are are not just affiliates, but uh, an influencer. So somebody with a platform with a lot of reach with whose recommendation matters. So they're usually audience focused, right? And then I'm saying, okay, we can overlay this with an affiliate arrangement. And that's the one one additional thing I'll say about that and move move on to the next piece here, which is that affiliate marketing is kind of a misnomer. It's really affiliate. It's just a remuneration. Um, uh, process. It's, it's how you, or, 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 uh, 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 how you, how you pay somebody. It's like a fee based structure. It's like, so you pay somebody for, uh, the results that they've, uh, generated for X, Y, or Z. So like, uh, so that's what affiliates to be an affiliate is you get, you get paid on performance. And so another word that's not as common used these days, but like 10 or 20 years ago, it was pretty common, like performance marketing, it's the same thing. And so, what, I, what I'm getting at is there's, there's influencer marketing, but an influencer doesn't have to be an affiliate, and vice versa. Like they're not necessarily the same thing. But an influencer could be an affiliate, somebody who you 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 pay based on de- a delivery of a, a result. Could be traffic, could be opt-ins, could be sales. It's typically sales. It's typically revenue. But that's a whole opens up a whole new can of worms we can get into a little bit. But my the point, I guess, I'm I'm trying to get at here is that. Yes, with the influencers you're talking to, you want it to be focused on the user, the end user. Then I broach the subject of how can we work together to make this a win for you. And sometimes it's an affiliate relationship. Sometimes it's not. With the book campaigns that I just shared with you, guess how much I spent um, uh, to have influencers share the Freedom Journal, that 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 journal that we um, that we hit about four hundred fifty thousand dollars on.
0: Nothing. It's that you can't do commissions through Kickstarter. <laughs>
1: You got it. I, there might have been, like, I think there's a tool out there that sort of kind of does something like that. And maybe we tried it toward the end, but basically, the first hundred or so people who were like emailing for us, it was like, hey, is this is a good fit. <clears throat> you know, John, like, or here's here's how you, you know, we, we know each other or something like that. Here's what John's working on, like, is this a good fit? And so I'm, I was doing that on his behalf for the campaign, but it was it was fundamentally that same thing I would do for my own products or services and be like, you know, okay, so here's what I'm doing. This is a good fit. And so we got over 100 people to email. Um, so that was millions of people that we were emailing to really cumulatively speaking about a book that they were not getting paid to share. So like, listen, the affiliate piece is not unimportant, but it's also not, it's not the first bridge to cross. I'll leave it at that for now. We can circle yeah. back around. So when it comes to partnering for money, we'll say these three basic things, make sharing easy, make sharing time-based and incentivize the sharing. So making it easy is like, so once you have that, uh, you've had that conversation, you said, okay, yeah. So this person has a forum with a, a network of people that are in your target market, you have a new book or you have a new product or service or something like that. Well, maybe you don't want them to share, say the product itself, like maybe, you co- maybe you're a coach. You want to share the coaching, but maybe there's something free that you could do for them that they could share that's beneficial to their audience. It's easy because it's free, low barrier to entry. They can share that. And then on the back end you, can, you could do your sales piece, right? And so it's like, but on the front end, the easy piece for the partner is just, hey, here's this ebook and here's this templated uh, email that you could share or the social media. Here's some graphics. Everything's done for you. I'll even set it up for you. I'll even send it for you. I've done that for people. I've gotten into their email marketing systems, gotten the emails set up. I've sent them for people like whatever makes it as easy as possible. Mm-hmm. Second thing is time-based because you might have something where it's like people could buy your products or services anytime, right? A lot of you are probably in that position. But you don't want to leave a partnership, like especially with, uh, in the context of like influencer marketing, open. It shouldn't just be open-ended. We should set a date and time. So when you start having that conversation, you be like, okay, well, I'm hoping to get this. So you're either doing it based on a launch, like maybe you are doing an effective launch, and it's like, okay, actual dates. If there's not a a, a straight-up like launch with key dates, just set one, create one. Like set a date, time, like of when you're trying to run some kind of campaign Something that incentivizes them to be a part of it and also just commit to those dates and times. That's where you're going to run into a lot of trouble with this is if you don't set dates and times with people, they forget, they get busy, you know. So make sure it's time-based. Like get them to commit to a date or time that they're going to share whatever it is they're sharing, and then incentivize the sharing. This is where this is the affiliate piece, the money piece. So it could be affiliate-related. You could also just pay for it. You could like, you know, hey, hundred bucks for a sponsored email blast or something like that, or a thousand bucks. I don't know. I've done some of that stuff before in the past. Uh, most of our stuff has been affiliate-related, just like good fit, and that's been useful enough. But we have definitely been in the space where we've done sponsored posts and sponsored email blasts and things like that. So it can work or gamification, things like uh, leaderboards and things like that. Or if you share on these three platforms, we'll send you like an iPad. Uh, Or if you, you know, or again, it doesn't have to be cash or cash equivalent. There are other ways to gamify the experience as well. Just make the person feel like, okay, yeah, you're doing a lot. This is great. And so to make it more engaging and fun for them to be a part of. So hopefully that makes sense. All right. Quick pause since we're over an hour now, but I want to make sure that we get to all your questions and we we got the high energy here still. Kim, does everybody here want me to share how we could turn influencer marketing into a six-figure revenue stream?
0: (laughs) I was about to say, I do. I'm not, you know, so yes, please. Absolutely.
1: Okay. Okay, good. And and energy's still good with everybody. We're doing okay. Energy's
0: great. We've got a great and just for what it's worth, John. Uh John. <laughs> I was thinking don't to us. John, I do know who you are. Um, but for what it's worth, we've had great retention. And so I okay. think a lot of people look at webinars. I mean, we've had the majority of the audience has been with us the entire hour already. Wow. So Um, awesome speaks a lot and then of course you know we're gonna go for more views and and i'll break down you guys what i do afterwards with this um Mm -hmm. another time but you've had great retention so i think that's huge you've got great enthusiasm and all the yeses are (laughs) robert said show me the money now
1: (laughs) good 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 okay so i'm gonna tell a quick story i think it'll set up set the stage so how do we get to a six or seven figure revenue stream from this stuff so i showed you a snapshot of just like one week now multiply that times you know, effectively 52 weeks. Or so like, you know, if we're doing a campaign like every other week right now, that that one business snapshot. So you could, you could kind of do the math. You see, it. that's a six-figure revenue stream. That's uh, 95% partners. The other five percent was made up of partners from past campaigns whose list. Now we have a list of our own of customers because we leverage partners. And so now that piece is growing too, which is great. So like, this is the compounding nature of it. Well, how do we turn something like this, this kind of influencer marketing, into six-figure revenue stream? This is a 2008 Mazda 3. I four door. Okay. It's my first car, first car I ever bought. I graduated uh, West Point in 2008. So I'm a fresh young Lieutenant. I now have a pay, a real paycheck. I was making like, you know, 500 bucks a month at West Point, like as a senior, which wasn't enough, it was barely enough to cover my plane tickets home. Um, but you go know, coming out now I'm an officer. Boom. I was getting like, I don't know, 25,000 or $30,000 a year. I was like, yes, this is it. I've, I've hit it. And, uh, and I was like, I need a car cause I'd never owned a car up to that point and was going to be driving around base to base and, you know, cross country and stuff like that. So I was like, okay, I'm going to buy new. Cause I don't know any better. I'm an ignorant young, uh, lieutenant. And, and I don't know, in hindsight, I think to myself, well, isn't buying a car like the worst it's the, it's not, I don't even want to say it's a worst investment because it's not an investment. It's a depreciable asset. It just goes down in value, drive it off the lot, loses 30% of its value. So like, it actually makes no sense to ever buy a new car. And I say that as a story of talking about buying a new car. From scratch. So, how many of you can guess what this actually cost? The Mazda three, two thousand eight. I mean, without googling it, you got to throw a price out there right now. So, I walk in. I say, okay. I finally. Uh, long story short, I looked at a bunch of cars. Said Mazda three. This looks like it'll do. The sedan is fine. And uh, and the base model was something like thirteen or fourteen thousand dollars. We'll say fourteen thousand. I was like, okay, that's that's good. That's good ballpark price range. But then I saw there was like a uh, like a Mazda three a or something like that. And it had leather interior and a couple other like bells and whistles that this first version didn't have. So I was like, I'm going to go with that one. So that raised the price to about 18 or 19,000. So I was like, okay, no, no big deal. Like it's worth it. Cause like leather will last longer and whatever justifications or rationalizations I decided to come up with after the fact. Right. Um, but then I was like, okay, but then there was this other thing too. Once I was at that, it was like 18,000. But then I saw there was like this, this turbo thing or something like that. It was like, it wasn't the word turbo, but it was something like that. It was like had an extra boost or something to it. It was like a Mazda, It was like a 2.3 on the side, if I can remember. I sold this car a while ago. Um, and so it had like extra torque or something like that. And I was like, four speed, maybe I want that. Maybe that will be helpful getting on highways. So that increased the price to about twenty one or 22000 So I'm like, okay, 20, 22000 And then I saw, okay, but there's a couple other things. Like this other one has Bose speakers in it. And I like music and some of these other things. So I, and then like, I don't know, some kind of window treatment and car wheels. I was like, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. So it was like, ended up 24, 25,000 coming in at a baseline base price of like a starting price of 14,000 up to 24,000. That was, that was what I paid for my new car. And I was very happy with it. And I have no regrets at all. And that's not the point here. I'm not pointing this out because I have regrets about this or, or even, even though I can look back on it and say, honestly, like, of course I was, uh, you know, silly to, to do this. It was an absolute, I know better now, but at the same time I was very happy with it. I was happy with my purchase. And so what I want you to do when you think about this, if you think about car companies too, they don't make profit on their base models. No, every car company would go out of business if they just sold their base models. They make money on the upgrades. They make money on the limited, the platinum, the XXXXL or something like that, whatever these additions are, the ones with the more bells and whistles. That's where they make their money because for obvious reasons, I won't go into it. The point is you want to think about upgrades. Where can you upgrade? What upgrades can you offer? So here's an example of Dan Norris. Uh, we did a book together. And Then Dan, when we launched this book, it was a book only, but the book did so well that somebody reached out. was like, Oh, can I do a translation? So he ended up selling the translations. Um, and then it continued to sell and sell and sell. So he's like, okay, maybe there's something here. He had a Facebook group that was really engaged. It's like, okay, I'll, I'll put together a paid membership. So he, rolled out a paid membership. So this wasn't even like thought out originally. It was more just like seeing the demand and the energy around this book.
0: I was in that group for a year or two.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it was really, and it was really good while it lasted. Dan's on to other things. He's like brewing beer in Australia, you know, (laughs) but, but, and smart dude. But like, yeah, it lasted as long as it lasted. He ended up doing over six figures from the membership site just by rolling out this paid paid version of it. Um, and it was basically just a private Facebook group. I don't think that that runs anymore, but he ran it for a year, year and a half, maybe maybe two years while he was doing it. And if it was his core thing, he could have easily grown it. He could have, but it was just like a side thing for him, always was. And, um, and it's just a great example of, that's how he generates six figures from influencer marketing because so it was influencers who shared this. Now all of a sudden this book is read by hundreds and thousands of people, tens of thousands. Some of them joined the... F- Free Facebook group, and then he upgrades them to the paid, paid community. Very simple, very simple upgrade. I think I literally. interviewed him
0: for this book too. I had him on the podcast a couple times.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a super interesting story. Both like the the book itself, how he got started, like the the story of the seven day startup of you know WP Curve, which they ended up selling. Him and his co founder sold to uh, GoDaddy. GoDaddy. That was it. That's an incredible story too. But then just yeah. seeing what he does behind the scenes with this was also interesting. So here's the deal. So I want you to ask yourself, as a customer, what's next? So you just bought the course, you bought the book, whatever. You finish it. What next? What is the next thing I should do now? What is the next thing I want as the customer? Okay. The second thing is provide your customer the painless path forward. So they finish the book. What's the next thing? Maybe it's oh here are the additional resources to supplement the book you just read. Okay, and then here's the link where you can download those for free. Okay, boom. Now they're in your your sequence. Step three: offer a congruent higher price product or service that upgrades their purchase and their experience. I'm going to say higher price is kind of maybe a, a irrelevant description here a congruent product or service that upgrades the purchase and their experience. That's a key piece to, to focus in on. Because when I bought the car, it wasn't like the leather was more expensive or higher price than the car itself. So little distinction there. The point is it upgraded my experience. It made that car better. If you're now you, And so you can think about things that would make the car better that you're selling, or it could be done as upsells. Okay, that's a typical way we do it. So they, you sell a product, and then you sell another product or another service that's complementary. So another way to think about it is, is when somebody's selling a suit, it's not like they're selling an upgrade to the suit itself, although maybe they do, but like you buy the suit, it's like, well, what's an upgrade? It's the watch, it's the tie, it's the handkerchief. Um, and then I don't know, beard products and socks and shoes. And <laughs> you can think about all these ways that you could upgrade that original order to something more. Now you might think, well, I need all those other things though. And I only, I'm only a suit maker, Tom, and I don't make ties and I don't make handkerchiefs and I don't make beard products. Collaborate collaboration. Look at other people who are already doing that. Collaborate with them. Work out a split of commission. That's the best way to get started. You shouldn't have to create everything. Everything you're selling shouldn't be your own, even, I think. It's actually a wasteful thing to think about how, why every product you're selling has to be something you created. Every multi-billion dollar industry is built off the backs of other people's products. Amazon, Google, Facebook, Twitter, everything. I mean, the major platforms, but just look at it like, again, that's just an indicator that the real money is being somebody who's more of a, well, we'll say a platform, a marketplace to a degree, although that's not easy to create by an interest of the imagination, but being a platform where it's like, you don't always have to be the one creating the product, delivering the product, et cetera. You can team up, you can collaborate with other people. They can do the hard work for you, and it's still complimentary and congruent. You still get the extra sale, you get the extra money, and then it doesn't have to be any stress off your back either. So it's like, think about how can you collaborate? It's, uh, there's so, there's not, they're, people do this so little I'm blown away because like when I see it happen, I'm like, yes, this, this guy gets it. They get it. This, he, you know, he knows what he's doing or she knows what she's doing. Like this makes sense. This bundle this collaboration because they're not trying to create it themselves, but it's like they saw this need and they're like, okay, this other person could help fulfill this need. So I'm going to tie into the funnel I already have going on. That person wants to be a part of it. Cause it's like, Hey, new, new leads. Of course. And if everybody can make money, it can be win-win. It's a no brainer. So always look for ways you can collaborate. And so I'll finish with this, that the better with this piece, the better the upgrade, the more you can make from fewer customers. That's obvious, right? And so this is um, Russ Perry, who I published uh, through Publishers Empire, I'm sorry, uh, um, in search of publishing. And he wrote The Sober Entrepreneur. It's on my bookshelf. That's why I'm looking at it. And uh, he uses that book, people buy the book, think about a niche within a niche, Sober Entrepreneur. So it's like entrepreneurs who are sober. It's like small, small niche. And so, you know, we get it out there, but he's able to, with that book, even selling hundreds of copies, not hundreds of thousands, sells hundreds of copies. Guess what? He's still able to fill his program that he's charging over $10,000 a month, um, $10,000. Well, effectively over, I think one or two month time frame, but it's a $10,000 program. And it's not that long. Um, And he routinely sells this out. And so it's, you have to think that's an appropriate thing. Again, I've given you a lot of book to upgrade examples just because they're super simple, but I'll break down a few others. Um, we already talked about Dan, but basically, you know, in summary, we got over 500 ambassadors, over 95 plus five-star reviews, over 12,000 downloads this first week, sold over 30,000 copies of the book, and he's made six figures from book monetization. That was the other graph that I showed you. And so I'm going to do a quick recap here. So we went over today how to reach 1,000 customers per month without spending money on paid advertising in just 30 minutes a day, even if you're starting from scratch. Three steps. Discover your hidden network of customers, okay? Where where are they online? Connect with the owners, founders, leaders of these networks, the admins, the people who are facilitating the conversation. Partner and promote. It's literally that simple. The 30 minutes a day thing is critical here because I think it takes a little bit of time each day. It's not something you could do one day and you're good to go. It's about carving out about 30 minutes a day. An hour is even better, but anybody can carve out 30 minutes a day. 30 minutes to do this research do the outreach, start building these lists, start doing your homework, start researching these people, start connecting with these influencers, start having that conversation into lining up promotions. And it compounds over time. You do 30 minutes a day. Now, when I reach out to someone, I, I am booking things left and right because I know them already. I, I know these people I'm talking to. And it, that's where it compounds. It's not the short run that's beautiful here and the exciting part for you. It shouldn't be, even though that might be exciting too. And I think you can get short term term gains like something in the next six months with this tactic. The real beauty is in 12 months, in 18 months, in 24 months, and the value that this, the way this compounds, because one partner can lead into many more partners. And one relationship turns into a relationship of multiple collaborations, multiple promotions across time. And so that's where the real, real money is. And then of course, how do we turn to a six figure revenue stream? Think like a car company. How do you upgrade the customer experience? So Asmith, check, has the training been helpful for you? Give me a yes. I know it's got longer than I expected, but I hope hopefully you guys have liked it. Well,
0: I'm going to tell you yes, because it takes us a couple seconds for their yeses to catch up. Yeah. Um, so, and, yeah, and again, I'm just, I'm floored at the retention, to be honest with you, Tom, this has been fantastic. <laughs> good,
1: good, good, good. Okay, so as the yeses come in and give me the yeses, even though I can't read them, Kim does, and then she's going to share them with me. So,
0: yep. yes, thanks. Yes, they're okay. coming in.
1: <laughs> All right, so I, let me ask you guys a question. This is, I do want responses to this too. And that will dictate the next few things we do here. So what if you set up the system to reach thousands of new potential customers in the next 90 days? Like what would what would that mean for you? What would that do for you? What would you guys think about that if you were able to do this in the next 90 days? Discover your hidden networks of customers. Connect with the owners, founders, admins, leaders of these networks, people facilitating the conversations. And if you were able to actually partner and promote. And then what if I helped you do that? Specifically, do you guys want to hear how I can help you? And so what I... What I'm proposing here is I can talk to you about how you can get a clear roadmap and a simple step-by-step instructions to find influential people who would love to share your products or services with their audiences. Even if you're starting from scratch and just 30 minutes of work a day, if you're interested in learning how I can help you with that type, yes.
0: (laughs) The yeses are coming in. You got great idea. And Steven was saying partner and promote partner and promote. Wow. I have that in my head now. I'll probably wake up with it tomorrow. (laughs)
1: Good. Awesome.
0: So how good.
1: Many, good, good, good. How many of you would like to hear from somebody who's, or work with a launch expert who's recruited thousands of partners for dozens of launches that have generated millions in sales? Would you guys want to learn more? Type, yes. Again, just some snapshots. We have Hustle, New York Times bestseller. Freedom Journal, quick, uh, Kickstarter, crowdfunding, um, record-setting campaign. So 450 grand for a journal. Uh, seven-day startup. Self-published book that was supposed to go nowhere. Dan was going to publish it and put it out as PDF on his website. I said, please, don't do that. Let me help you. And well, the rest was history there. We worked on courses, easy course creation, summits, work smart, work with software companies, all sorts of brands, businesses. And we used use the same system. Awesome. Yeah,
0: you got a bunch of yeses. Help is good. Yes. Yes.
1: <laughs> cool. So I'm going to break this down. I'm going to, I'm going to introduce you guys to something called influencer marketing method. And the whole goal of this thing is to help you recruit your first promotional partner and launch an influencer marketing campaign in the next 90 days. One partner is enough. One partner can mean lots and lots of money, okay? And if you can get one, then you can get two, you can get three, you can get four. You can turn these things into bigger and bigger launches. But you gotta get the system. You have to implement the system and you gotta get one. So that's why I geared everything towards one. And what this program is gonna do, this influencer marketing method will help you identify, oh, were you gonna say something, Kim? Oh, you're (coughs) muted.
0: Sorry, I'm muting myself because I've got a dog going crazy in the background. Uh, But Kristen was saying she was still lost a little bit. How do you upgrade a product, maybe buy a coupon or buy one, get one free? I don't know if you want to come back and circle that or maybe you can come back to the comments and
1: oh, yeah, I'll come, I'll come back to this. That's a great okay. question. Thanks. And, and the answer is, is simple enough. Um, so that's the good news. Although think through it, I know it could be kind of complex, but I'll give you some breakdowns. And if you can, and it was, uh, is Kristen who asked that. Um, I, I think if I remember, but if you could also type in the it chat. It was sorry. Okay, I'm gonna, okay Chris. Yeah. No, 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 that's good. So with Chris and also too, if you can expand out what your product is or what your market is, then we can get really specific because then I don't have to work in, in generalities. I can zoom in. Okay. So we'll come back around to that. Any other questions that are asked here, too? I'll circle back around in about five minutes. Okay. So with influencer marketing method, I'm going to help you identify where your networks, or your target market exist online, how to connect with those thought leaders, owners, and influencers who would want to share what you're doing with their audiences. And then how to plan, coordinate, and implement a marketing campaign that gets your products or services in front of thousands of potential customers, which could be done month after month once you get the system set up and running. But in the beginning, we just want to like one partner, honestly, one partner, one promotion. So would you guys like to see inside? I'm gonna go ahead and assume that the answer is yes, because we've got oh, yes. ready. <laughs> and so there's there's a few parts to this. First is the course. Okay, this is step-by-step video instructions, clear lesson plan, follow it step by step. It's gonna show you into the extreme mundane stuff like Twitter and what you should do with Twitter and what you should do with people's email lists and how you should like step-by-step. Step. And all you have to do is about a lesson a day. It's about 30 minutes of work a day. And this will work over the course of about three weeks. You'll be able to get through this whole thing. And my, my, my goal with you is that by the end of that three weeks, end of that three to four weeks, there's always some give or take with partnership type stuff that you're able to recruit your first partner so this is kind of how it's broken down. Module one is about how to organize your influencer marketing so you don't get lost. Everybody, like, this is where people get lost. It's like, okay, I love the idea. I love it. Uh, how do I, and once they start doing it, it's like, okay, I'm reaching out to this person, reaching out to this person, but then you get, you you forget what you're doing. Excuse me. So we want a way to organize it. I'm a very structured person, military background, I guess, does that. Um, I've all spreadsheets, charts, everything I need to track properly. So you guys will get that. You'll see the systems I use to just organize it properly. That's like that's the name of the game. If you get the stuff organized, the rest is a cinch. You can actually outsource the entire thing to a VA. Um, but you want to make sure that you have the tracking right. So if you do have a VA or part, uh, somebody on your team doing this, even part-time, that you can just monitor uh, effectively. So this sets up sets that up so you can easily outsource this to somebody on your team or a VA or something like that. Although, I'm not, by the way, I'm not saying you should disconnect from the process, but there's mm-hmm. certain things that, that the VA can do for you. So you don't have to go in and do some of the manual stuff that this requires. Um, module two, how to plan and prepare your outreach. Pretty simple. Module three, that's how to find, connect and recruit a listers and module four is how to get partners to promote your offer. Pretty simple. But this, the way this is packaged and done, nobody's doing this. Nobody. And I also don't know if this is something that will work in about two years or three years. I think it'll be inundated. I was actually just talking to a student today who said somebody had kind of used it. It was like, I thought it was like, oh man, he said to me, yeah, I, I saw somebody who was like totally using your, your methods, Tom. She, she, she did all this stuff. Like, you know, Tweeted, she left a review on my podcast, emailed me, and then you know after that, then she did a couple of things, and then she reached out, and I'm I'm now promoting her product. And she he realized it after the fact. I was like, that's what it works. It works really really well because it comes as long as you done genuinely. It's done genuinely works. It's like because we are we're all human beings. We respond to the same stimulus. When somebody's generous, we it's reciprocation. Uh, the book Cialdini's Influence. Everybody should read it. But read the section about uh, uh, re- reciprocity. And I I think about just generosity in that context too. Like if you give people, there's this reciprocation. It's just deep in our soul. Like we feel the need to, okay, this person gave me something I want to give back just to like even the cosmos kind of thing. And it's not even, it's not, again, the approach isn't transactional, It's just like, this is deep rooted in, in us. So just by giving, you're kind of planting the seeds for something to come from that. And that's how we approach this. Okay. So that's what the course is all about. I've already told you about John's. But uh, all in all, the Freedom Journal, you know, we got over 100 influencers email their list about it. We raised $453,000 in 33 days. That was all out Blitz promotion and we used a lot of influencers. But so that's the course, that's the core of it. The second piece of this is templates. So like a lot of what I do is, is through email. Like I want you to be able to do this in the comfort of your living room and your sweatpants watching, you know, Game of Thrones on in the background. But if you're trying to figure out how to email someone, guess what's tricky business? How many of you struggle with email? Actually I'd be really curious about this because my experience is that Many, many, many people struggle with writing emails because it's hard to come off the right way. I've sent millions of emails, literally millions of emails. I've sent millions of one-to-one, uh, hundreds of thousands of one-to-one emails too, and at scale. Um, which I know that might sound confusing, but I use some tools that help me do that kind of stuff. But so all, everything I've always tried to do is create templates that I can just kind of plug and play with, so I can email a lot more people at once, but I can still personalize it by paying attention to it. So now all of a sudden, I have these templates that I can use, reach out to a hundred people, and then I can customize each one for each person by collecting the right information. So anyway, the point is whether you're doing it with 100 or you're doing with one, having the right emails is critical. So use proven email outreach templates to get amazing results because these are things I've tested time and time again. Here's Andrew Warner. I know you know Andrew Kim. And mm-hmm. he's not an easy guy to get a hold of by any stretch of the imagination. I sent him an email. He said, impressive, Tom, and got a positive response to what I was asking for. He said, on a side note, I freaking love the way you communicate. I hear from people all day long about the bookings, about bookings. You have a very good touch because uh, I'm using templates. That I wrote That's and I tested. It's a powerful it. proof. <laughs> yes, and it works and it works and it works. It's wild how well it works. The point is, what I don't want you to do is burn bridges or look like an amateur when you email, because it's like email is like this very nuanced thing. Like you don't catch the tonality, you don't can't like do sarcasm in email. Like there's all these things you can't really do. But but also you don't want to be plain and generic and sound like a robot. So anyway, the point is, I have these templates that I created that I've done and run for pretty much every niche and industry and they work in almost any space. And I'm always creating new ones and adding more for the campaigns that I've run. So just use the templates that are there. Good to go, right? Send them, get results. And the last piece here of this critical piece of the, the course itself uh, to supplement that on the, the templates is the coaching. This is private group coaching to answer any and all your questions. You guys are going to have specific questions. I'm on live. I do these at least once a month, but sometimes I'll throw in extra bonus stuff. Anytime somebody has questions, I try to answer when I can. So it's not just a group. Here's one from. I made this source anonymous because I didn't want to call them out because they actually said somebody's name I wanted to highlight in here, but this testimonial or or t- feedback it wasn't even a solicitation. It was just like, hey guys, what did you think? Was this helpful? And this person said to me, "Your template segment strategy helped us land an additional two emails from John Asraf on our recent launch." So pretty sure you already pay for your consulting. Appreciate the value you bring. Do you know John Asraf, Kim? Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. The big, secret, right? Uh, yeah, he was in the secret. Big spiritual author. Yeah, yeah.
1: huge. And it's like if that's the target market the you're going. Sweat
0: poor thing. <laughs> Was that him? Yeah.
1: Oh, man. Okay, maybe I have to consider reusing this one now in the future. I forgot about that.
0: Uh, oops. He's recovered. He's recovered. Oh, he's, okay. stuff happens. He's, no, no, no. I don't, sorry. Tom's all, thanks, Kim. Yeah. No, no
1: that's, I, I, that's not hilarious. It's like, I, I actually remember reading the story. I forgot that it was John. Okay, anyway, God. the point is, like, at the time, before the sweat lodge stuff happened, he's a pretty big name that you would like to get if you were in that space. Um, and so the point is, that's, uh, man, I totally forgot about that. That's funny. Um, so yeah, the bottom line is you can get results from this, like big names, it works. And that's just kind of like using the system to reach out, connect to people and line up the, and line up the promotions. That's kind of more towards the module four piece of it, like lining up the campaign, how to do, how, how to have that conversation. So you get the max out of it, not just somebody's doing this like on the side, because a lot of people approach this really timidly and then you don't get the results that you would want. So how to do it in a way that's still respectful, still is beneficial but you get the results that you want, like lining up emails, lining up promotions. So module four is all about that. And so bottom line, I created this program for anyone who wants more sales of existing products and services. If you want to get in front of new customers consistently and predictably, you want to, or you're an entrepreneur, professional coach, consultant, or author, and you want to grow your reach, influence, profit. Like I think it works for all, all three groups there. And so this is what you're getting. Influence marketing method, of course, it's a $2,000 value customizable email templates proven consistently get results seriously these things are gold um that's four hundred dollar value and that will just be a game changer for you instead of trying to figure out how to write emails yourself just use the templates that work and then three months of premium group coaching it's three hundred dollars per month i'm throwing in three months of that for everybody here and when you invest today i got a couple other things for you guys and we'll get into the i a i'm including a couple things to help you along behind the scenes teardowns is six of uh, six to seven figure launches that leverage influencer marketing. A lot of these were clients of mine, which is fun as well. Um, not all of them, but some of them. So it was kind of like fun to hear from their perspective, like how we went about these different campaigns and for me to give some insights. But well, we got books, we got software, we got, you know, membership sites. Uh, and so these are going to break down how they've done the sales funnels and how they leverage influencer marketing to do just that. What components that was, uh, if, how they leverage influencer marketing specifically to grow their platforms, their businesses. Um, in the context of launches and then also outside of it, like, you know, ConvertKit didn't launch with partners. That was something that they figured out. And then they was like, oh, this works. And then they ramped it up. They pulled full throttle. And that's why they're a multi, like over, I think they're, gosh, they're over $10 million per year run rate. So they're like a $100 million business now. Partners, 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 and and influencers. That's how Nathan did it. So the point is we we'll go behind the scenes and kind of extract that information. So you're getting influencer marketing method, the course customizable email templates that are proven, good to go. They work. Three months of premium group coaching so I can answer any of your, all your questions. And then six behind the scenes launch teardowns. I'm also throwing in a couple other things because I think this will be helpful for you guys, depending on where you're at. Seven advanced launch strategies. So when you invest today, I'm going to give you seven strategies that you can use to launch something like this. So you're going to know how to line up all the partnership piece, but then it's like, what do you do with that partner? Well, look at one of these launch strategies and figure out the ones that are, that's right for you. Just pick one of these and just model it. And so I break these things down step by step, the pages you need, the sequences, what happens, and I've given them all kind of you know different names to kind of, you know, make them easier to remember and go through, but go through them, it's worth your time, trust me. The gift launch, the discount relaunch, the list builder launch, the book bonus blowout launch, the crowdfunded launch, the blitz group launch, the upsell launch. These launches, they're models that you can use. And depending on what you're selling, how you're selling it, what assets you have available or don't, what you're willing to create or not, it will work within the constraints that you have. I've organized them pretty well so that it, like you can kind of just pick the one that's right for you. And now all of a sudden you can implement influencer marketing, get the partnerships lined up and then implement them into one of these launches. Again, whether it has it real time or you're just setting a time and you're going to be like, okay, this is what I'm going to do And this. Even though it's a product anyone can buy anytime, I'm going to use the give. I'm going to use actually, no, I'm going to use the, uh, I'll use the upsell launch for this time period. And so you go through it, just model it out and that's what you can use. So these are of tremendous value. And Alan is one of these guys that we kind of like implemented one of these launches for. We did a kind of the, I think we, for him, we did a gift launch and then we went into an upsell launch. And so he said, thanks to Tom, my book has performed far beyond expectations. It has attracted new list subscribers, coaching clients as a nice passive revenue stream and it's all right. So we did the one page marketing plan with, with uh, Alan, who you may have or probably have never heard of. We launched it, the best, it. <laughs> Oh yeah, there you go. Yeah, perfect. Okay, great. So like, Alan, like, but you probably would have never heard of him otherwise, right? Without maybe an introduction or something like that. Like, he's just like, he's not, what I'm saying is he's not a huge brand name. Although now he's, he has a really, really big following. But before this, when we first started working together, I don't think most people would have heard of, him. I hadn't heard of him and he was just getting started. So we roll that book out, bestseller. 10 months later, still a bestseller. Two years later, still a bestseller. Okay. And that's just the book and all the other stuff he's doing on the back end from that. It just prints, it just prints money. Now it doesn't mean you need a book, but it's just an example that like these launches you, they're structured, you can follow them. So today you'd be getting influencer marketing method, the course, customizable email templates, $400 value, three months of premium group coaching That's three months, $300 a month. People pay me for group coaching to join in on these calls. You get that included six behind the scenes, launch teardowns. Again, pick, look at the ones that are most appropriate for you and watch them or watch all of them. You're going to get value out of them. And then the seven advanced launch strategies where you can plug and play and put a system in and a process in connection with your influencer marketing. It'll get you great results. So it's a total value of 3900 And one of the things I'm going to share with you today is if you pay in full. So those who pay in full, there's a live session with me where I'll help you outline your launch plan, identify your niche networks online, craft your outreach messages to influencers, and maybe more. It depends where you're at and when you want to set this up. If you actually have all that stuff squared away, and you're like, no, Tom, what I want your help for is these are the, I already have these 20 partners lined up. How do we get more emails out of them? How do we John, them? Uh, into more emails. <laughs> I don't know. That's probably not the way we want to use that uh, that verb, but uh, you know, something like that. So the point is, I'm I'm there, and that's you guys can book a time with me on Clarity FM. It's five hundred dollars an hour. You can pay by the minute. I'm very happy with that. It's a very easy way for people to get in touch with me on just one off calls. But I'm wrapping that into this. And so here she's We're talking about niches. She's in Maori weaving. Okay, and this stuff still works. So what I'm getting at here is that it works well for a lot of people, no matter who you are, what you're trying to do. This stuff works. And uh, Lillian just said, Tom, Morcus is man of his word. He gives you what he promises. I've been blown away by Tom's integrity, work ethic, and the quality of what he delivers. This man leads with vision and supports with heart. Really appreciate Lillian for sharing that. Another example I'm going to give you because this shows that I've given you a lot of book examples, but it doesn't have to be books. Um, although eBooks are great lead magnets. and Anyway, we can break that down. But this is Brian. Brian said, uh, before reaching out to Tom, I was extremely insecure about it all. My fear of failure made me procrastinate for well over 10 months before I finally scheduled a definitive date for my launch. What was I afraid of? You name it. It scared me. Plus the fact that I'm not, and how many of you can relate to that, plus the fact that I'm not a 100% native English speaker made things even worse. I was lost and I knew I needed help. I just needed someone to tell me, do this, then do that, so that I could just worry about executing. Tom's help, my launch helped me gain over 3,700 subscribers, and best of all, over 31,000 USD in sales. And so it was all partnerships there, Brian, and it blew his mind, you know? He didn't expect it. He was like, the day before, he's like, this is going to fail. Like, I'm scared. I'm nervous. I always have these, I have like these like little emotional meltdowns uh, sometimes with like some, some of the coaching, co- coaching students I have like right before big care. And I get it. Listen, I get it. You know, I was, uh, you know, I was a boxer. I was in the military. I get the, 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 the pressure of events coming up and things like that. And like some people like, oh man, this is going to work. Like, yeah, I'm, you know, is this really going to happen? And I can say like every time it's like people come in nervous and it's like, just let it just play, play it through, play it through. Let's leave it play do through. It, Let's do see what where Tom it, says. Just that's it. Just do what I say. Um, and, and, and then sure enough, we get these incredible results. So here's the deal. This is what you're getting today. Everything I've already mentioned. I mentioned the live session with me for those who painful, it's $500 on top of that influencer marketing method of course, email templates to make you not look like an amateur, not burn bridges. They work three months of premium group coaching to answer any and all your questions. I might be able to give you suggestions on who you should reach out to. I might even be able to make some introductions. Um, I don't want to promise that, but I will say that as one of the benefits people do get from working with me. Um, the other thing is behind the scenes launch teardowns and seven advanced launch strategies. So total value is 42. It's actually probably more than that, I think, but $4,250. The list of prices, $2,789. As in, you can go buy all these things individually if they're, if they're discounted individually and get them for that. And then your price today is $498. Paid in full, nice. it includes that one-on-one session. And all you have to do is go to TomMorcus.com slash I-M-M dash Kim. That's tommorcuscom slash I-M-M dash Kim. Maybe Kim, you can share that, type that in for everybody so they can.
0: I am. And I just realized I'm always just saying Tom Morks, and I apologize for not saying Tom Morcus.
1: <laughs> well, if if it makes you feel better, I didn't notice. And so okay. there's that, you know, it blurs together. So I, I rarely do do hear it. So I'm, I'm going to go with it, but Morks is fine. I, I think Morks is pretty strong. Okay. <laughs> we can go with either. There we go. Um, it's in
0: the comments, guys.
1: <laughs> yeah. So that's, that's what the price is today. Okay. Pretty simple. I want to make this really clear too. Like what I I don't, I I want, I want success stories. I do not want customers. I do not want just buyers. I don't want people just paying. I don't care about that. What I care about right now and what I'm building and what matters to me is success stories. People who are going to come in and leverage, use this and implement it so that I can get amazing testimonials and continue to grow and scale what I do. Okay. That's what I care about. And so one of the things I want to make sure straight up front, listen, if you join today, you don't like it get back to me 30 days. Okay. I have a guarantee on this that I will give you money back. Okay. And here's, here's I ask that you do. I want you to actually go through the lessons, complete the homework. There, it's not much, it's not complex homework. This is not like calculus. Okay. It's stuff simple. It's like, did you sign up for Twitter? Did you tweet this thing kind of thing? Like it's super simple that you or your VA or somebody on your team can do. So just go through it, do the homework document your action steps. As you go through the course, it automatically documents for you. And I, in, I believe you will actually successfully recruit influencers to share your product, service, or book, or whatever it is. All you have to do is just submit your work. And if if you haven't been able to do that in those 30 days, let me know. If I cannot personally recruit your first partner for you, I will just, I will refund your money. So then you just win-win. Just guarantee, okay? Like, that's it. I just want to make sure it's a win-win. If you cannot do it, if because like, honestly, if you do the work and you can't do it, and I can't. Then there is a problem here. Somehow there's a, a misalignment here, and I don't. I can't predict that. That's why I just have a guarantee because I do believe this will work for about ninety percent. I think everybody on here it'll probably work for. Knowing kind of Kim and, and being a part of her audience anyway, and, and a reader of hers and a listener to her podcast, like I, I get the sense that a lot of you are like me. So I think this will work for everybody. But I wanted to make sure it was just very clear. You will get a result. We have a a result guarantee here. And if you don't, well, I'll do it yourself. Or I'll just refund you the money. Okay. There's two other things I want to upgrade. To today. 100K launch school. So if you do join today, it's 498. If you go to TomMorcus.com slash IMM-Kim. And for 498, um, if, you up, if you do purchase today, I'm, I'm throwing a couple upgrades. One of those is 100K launch school. This is like, listen, you guys, if you've ever had questions about how do I launch something or relaunch something or get extra traffic, I have 40 in-depth strategy sessions here that break down everything from email marketing, AB split testing, Facebook ads, paid traffic, obviously a little bit more on influence marketing, though not as in-depth as IMM, but we cover that briefly. But affiliate marketing, how do we arrange these things? Upsells, downsells, the whole nine yards, everything that will go in hand in hand with a launch, broken it down, step by step. I also have behind the scenes teardowns. So those ones I just mentioned, we actually have 12 of them. So I'll give you access to all those. And then the tools you need to crush your launch. So you can do this stuff basically for free with free software, but I also show you a bunch of different varieties of tools that can help you get better results a little bit faster by investing in the right stuff. So everything you're getting, influencer marketing method of course, that doesn't change. Email templates, things that work, that's, that hasn't changed. It's $400 value. Three months of premium group coaching. I'll answer every single one of your questions. We'll get specific zoom in on it. It's a $900 value over that three months. 100K launch school tera, uh, launch school with the behind the scenes book launch tearouts. That's actually 12 in total for launch school. It's a $497 value. Advanced launch strategies, seven of those. And then a one-on-one live session with me. And this is the last piece of the upgrade, which is Publishers Empire. So this is all about how to turn your your writing into a six-figure publishing business. And so if you're a writer, this is particularly useful. But if you're not a writer, you might wonder why would this be useful for me? Because in it, I break down how to create eBooks and how to create lead magnets and how to create digital, like other, it's not just about publishing on Kindle. That's why it's not called Kindle empire or something like that. Publishers empire. How do we use publishing in a multitude of forms and formats to get results? And so well, this can help you publish your first book if you're interested. It'll go through that process, but there's going to be specific lessons and modules in here that will talk about how to create eBooks, use them as lead magnets, use them as lead generation tools, um, and how to repack like a bunch of stuff that will be actually really pertinent to influence marketing method will amplify your results. So I just want to put that in there because I think it'll be helpful for you. This is somebody who actually used went through Publishers Empire, Taylor Pearson. Kim, did you interview Taylor? No. Okay. Um, and I was just curious because he was a bestseller. Oh,
0: sorry, I was muted. I didn't.
1: <laughs> okay, okay, yeah, that's what I figured. I was just curious. Um, but he was—he uh, went through Publishers Empire, wrote this book. Again, probably have never heard of him, right? But he ended up being a bestseller, kind of a perennial bestseller. He was featured on App Sumo, then shared shared his stuff. If you don't know App Sumo, you should. But you know, hundred thousand plus email list, and he got testimonials from James Altucher and Perry Marshall. I know most of you probably know them, so I won't um, elaborate. And he sold tens of thousands of copies of this book since he first published. And he said that Tom gave me the access to a blueprint with a track record of success that I was able to follow to launch my book to number one, Amazon business bestseller, build my author platform, connect bigger name, blogs, podcasters. I've even got offers from international publishers to sell my international book rights. So it can be translated and published in other countries. So he was like on the, on the t- uh, yeah. So I, I just think like this can work for people who are just starting from scratch too. Um, and here's everything you're getting influence marketing method course, email templates, three months of group coaching, 100K launch school upgrade, publisher's empire upgrade, and one-on-one live session with me, a $500 value by itself. If you just want to book me, book a call with me on Clarity FM, you can do that, or you can get all that together today and you can get it for only 498 dollars So just go to tomworkis.com slash imm-kim. That's tomworkis.com slash imm-kim to check that out. Cool. Oh, here's a little video, I guess. Well, it doesn't <laughs> matter. You guys know how to fill out a form. So there you go. So I'll just leave it on this. Listen, like and now I want to open it up to Q&A. I had some other stuff, but I wanted to do a quick pause. Usually I can see the comments coming in and answer things as we go. So I'll pause here. Let's answer any and all your questions. And I'll be on for at least the next uh, 18 minutes, okay? Top of the hour. That puts us at two hours. For anybody who's on still, you are amazing. You're a rock star.
0: <laughs> um, I, I don't see. So we'll give people a couple more minutes to answer questions. The other thing you can do if it, if it works for you, Tom, is come back and answer questions in the comment thread on the page. Mm. Um, I actually have an interview at 11 o'clock.
1: Oh, okay, yeah, there you go. So, yeah, let me, let me get into the Facebook group too here. Maybe it's in
0: the group or on my page. So um, uh, Stephen is still here. You're a rock star, Stephen. Thank you. Um, this is an amazing deal, Tom. This is friggin' amazing. I'm like, you know, and I'll tell you, like, I've watched some of your launches. I've watched everything else you've done, of course, but I just um, the templates. It's it's funny. I went down to I was telling you I was in Tro- at Troy Dean's event last week, and being handed templates and processes and frameworks for things removes so much headache from everything you're doing.
1: Yeah, yeah, that, that, yeah. That's a great ex- actually. Troy, you know, yeah. It's like it's interesting when you actually look at all the people like that you're connected with too, and you think about like the success of everybody that like the success you've had and the success of the the people around you that you associate with, like they've had, you can see it. You see this, you you pull back the curtain, you say, Oh yeah, behind that is all these connections to all these people. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it's like a rising tide when you do it right. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and so it's like, I'm a very, I I am collaborative by nature. I think about how do we, how do I, I don't like the like competition. I, I, I'm not saying it doesn't exist. I'm not like absurd woo woo or something like that. Like I know competition doesn't exist, but I do like to put it in the context of like, fine, that's competition. How do I make that person for, how do I turn that person from competition into, a, a supporter? Uh, mm-hmm. how do we collaborate with that person? How do we, how do we team up actually? And a great story this actually. So I'm going to Menfluential this, this weekend with Antonio Sateno and Aaron Marino. Um, so Menfluential is a men's conference, you know, that kind of thing. Um, All the women are invited too, but it's a lot of well-dressed men. I had to upgrade my wardrobe to go to this (laughs) thing. And uh, so I'll be speaking there again. I spoke there last year and and this year, but his story is always so interesting. I love sharing it because Aaron or Antonio who runs real men, real style, his direct competitor was Aaron Marino who ran alpha M and has been on, on, he's been on um, Shark Tank twice, I think. And and so he said like, Oh, I hated this guy, but I reached out to him. It's like, Hey, you know, I don't like you. Blah blah blah, but like you know, you're doing some interesting stuff in the space. I don't know if he said that exactly. I don't know if it came off hostile or anything. But bottom line is, you reached out to him. I think you said straight up, like, here's here's how I kind of feel about this stuff. But I like, I think there's something here. Like maybe we can work together. They ended up putting this conference together. First one was like I don't know, four or five years ago or something like that. So now they're great, um, great partners. They actually run their own ad network together. So now instead of being competitors, they've they're they're collaborators. They have they they leverage the same um, network um, ad network platform. So they sell ads to you know from that. So now they're just way bigger. They run a conference together every year. Both, they're still independent brands, but they work together in a couple capacities and it's way better for both of them and for anybody else who's a part of it. It's, like, it's just a great example of like, it doesn't matter if somebody's competition either. Like, you got to think about how do I team up with this person? How do I collaborate? So I think this is, kind of sets the foundation for that as well.
0: Um, well, I was going to ask you too, Tom, when does it start? When does the course start?
1: The, oh, this is ready to go anytime you guys are ready to go. The, and the coaching oh. happens relatively consistently, okay, good. you can good. jump in anytime. So it's like you start now and it's, I had it at, uh, before I had it drip fed, but now I've just opened it up. You, when you, when you invest, you can get to any lesson, but I'm going to encourage you. Don't skip ahead. The whole point is like one lesson at a time, just do the work for each lesson. Spend about 30 minutes a day. You'll get through the whole course in like two, two, two and a half weeks or something like that. And you'll start to reap the, reap the rewards of it shortly thereafter.
0: If somebody wants to ask you a question, not in a public forum is what's the best email for you? Tom,
1: works. yeah, Tom at TomMorris is great, and if you just go to TomMorris dot com T O M M O R K E S dot com, you can also find the contact page there. But like Tom at TomMorris, uh, that's that's fine.
0: Okay, perfect. Um, well, Tom will be here to answer questions. You guys reach out to him, um, ask questions in the thread. I'm going to go ahead and end this, Tom. Um, I awesome. apologize, but I'm going <laughs> to.
1: No, I <laughs> get no- it. Yeah, <laughs> busy. I get it. That's awesome. This was, this awesome. was
0: fantastic. Go ahead. So. And guys, there will this will if you want to come back and listen to this, there will be it. I'm, I'm going to put it up as a podcast episode. It'll be on YouTube. So there are plenty of ways to reconsume this. I'm assuming Tom will have a uh, replay as well. And the other piece of this um, is that if you didn't sign, use the link that I shared yesterday. If you wanted, because Tom's giving away what's the the you gave away a launch your launch hack.
1: Yep, La- launch school is an upgrade. So okay. 100k launch school and Publisher's Empire, and if you pay in full, the one-on-one session with me as well.
0: Okay. No, I meant actually when people signed up that you had a, I thought you had a freebie you
1: were giving away. Launch hacks, the ebook. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Okay. So you can also
0: get launch hacks, the ebook. And what is, uh, I will, you know what, if you're listening to this later, just give me a little bit of time, but you can go to kimdoyle.com forward slash Tom launch. That's what I'm going to call it. Tom launch, but you can get that as well as the replay and follow up with Tom here. So um, you're getting uh, Steven said, thank you. Kristen said, thank thank you you so much. This has been awesome. So, um, my dogs are going crazy. I apologize.
1: No apologies. This is this is live and raw and uncut. And that's what you guys got. And we're all in it together and it's fun. So Amen. it's all yeah, good.
0: Used to <laughs> all right, guys. Thanks. Have a fantastic day, everybody.
1: All right. Take care.
0: All right, guys. See what I mean? He is so on point. And I know this was a long episode, but so very worth it. Now, if you want to connect more with Tom, you can just go to TomMorcus.com. And then it's T O M dot com, And of course, this episode is sponsored by the Content Creators Planner. Yep. You guys, I am so pumped. Publishing, it's printing, it's coming. We've got a masterclass coming out too. Man, things are really starting to pick up. So go to contentcreatorsplanner.com. As always, thanks for listening. If you've not left a review on iTunes, I'd appreciate it. All right, guys, have a fantastic day and I'll catch you next time.